no fucking bit at the beginning. This is not a goof. There are no jokes. Not after um, what, we, what we've been through. But at what we've had to fucking go through, where I'm pissed, Alan's pissed. Very rarely do we see eye to eye. We're kind of a... Uh, it was a uh, fair and balanced Hannity and... Was Alan Combs? Uh, or was it yeah, the- Combs and Hannity. We used to be kind of two sides of the political spectrum. Alan was the leftist loon, and I was the republic crazy. Uh-huh. And we never saw eye to eye, but this week we're fucking pissed. Yeah, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? That's what I'm always saying. It's the <laughs> remember how the the, the rally to re, to uh to the rally to was it restore to restore sanity. sanity? Yeah, the rally yeah. to restore sanity ended with everybody singing that song at the end. Yeah, it's not the selection for social sanity. No, it's definitely yeah. not that. Although, it would be, it would be good if they if they like <laughs> if they like used that to create another like John Stewart in a lab somewhere. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they take a child soldier uh, and then make him do the uh, quips really good through VR. <laughs> I don't know. Did they recreate John Stewart with uh with Trevor Noah's not even funny though. That's the problem. That's the thing. He's like a no. He's not. He's like John Stewart. He's not. He does. He's not smart. But he was kind of funny, as far as I remember. He was would he at least funny? make funny faces and stuff. Like he would. He would be. He would be funny. <laughs> he did. He, he was on WWE that one time, and he does do funny faces like WWE. He's kind of like comedian wrestler. Yeah. He. Yeah. He should actually become a wrestler. If he. If he quit <laughs> and then like joined the WWE as like somebody's manager, I would like respect him so much more. <laughs> That's true. Well, maybe not for going to WWE. <laughs> I don't really. I don't usually respect people for doing that. But but hey, well, look compared to what he did, which was make some movies nobody likes, and then I think he's got an Apple TV show where he's just back doing his own shit now. I respect <laughs> that. Is I, I respect funny. the I WWE more than that than Good News or whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I guess people do get injured and fall off of stuff there, so I get what you're saying. That's that's a respectable um, work. Like it's, it's carny work and it's it's honest work. <laughs> it's respectable carny work. That's the, uh, the first time a human has ever said that. Well, the only thing less respectable than a carny is a politician or like a, or <laughs> oh, a pundit Alan, or these, a pundit. These freaking these freaking clowns in Congress that you're always going up against. That's yeah, and and first of all, I'm fucking pissed that Madison Cawthorn lost the primary <laughs> because now I don't get to hear about him as much. Oh, well, you are part of the dark MAGA. Yeah, we have. I like putting uh, I'm the one. Well, see, I'm, I'm I don't po- do any of the posts, but I edit all their photoshops of <laughs> applying like a red filter and putting like laser beams coming out of Donald Trump's eyes. <laughs> anyway, this needs to go back, even though you're the leftist loon, you got to help out the little guy. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the Republic crazy. I'm the conservative one here. I hate women and stuff. We all know that. <laughs> we uh, all know that. I'm a little bit. And, uh, he's a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> it's true. We both agree that rap is crap. Uh-huh. And we both agreed to come together and, you know, address our enemies. Yes. So, Russ, should we, should we get the, the elephant out of the room and explain what, what what's precipitated all this? Yes, of course. Like a torrential downpour. So much bad shit has happened. And we're frankly fucking over it. I'm I'm enraged. Alan is enraged. You should Alan's basically a Zen master most of the time. And to have this level of outrage from them, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, do do you have an idea how much weed I've had to smoke just to be coherent <laughs> and not just like spitting with rage this entire time? <laughs> Alan is like 
uh, chewing on joints, like throwing them into their mouth like juju bees. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and- doing, the, I'm doing the fucking, uh, I'm doing that with my edibles, and then I'm doing the Homer Simpson with a million cigarettes in his mouth, except with joints. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you're doing the Jotaro trick that Oingo Boingo got put through. Is it, yeah, was yeah. it Boingo the- or Boingo? I think it was Boingo. Was it Zenyatta or Denyatta? I don't know, but I do know that the uh, that his the bottom half of his face was uh, blacked out because you're not allowed to show a 17 year old smoking. <laughs> That's funny because I bought the Blu-rays, but held held my hands over my eyes during those scenes because I don't like to be reminded of smoking either. I like that they that they have that much respect for like the the like the age at which you're able to smoke. That's like no no no. <laughs> I know I know the 17 year old is like more ripped than Arnold Schwarzenegger and is like seven feet tall and has psychic powers. But he does. He's not allowed to smoke. So you need to know. Right, right. It, right. That is like a. That's like a, the smoking version of like the Joker went to prison after this movie. <laughs> like the <laughs> he went to he went to prison and he stayed there for the rest of his life and repented for his sins. That's like <laughs> yeah. It's the exactly. same thing as like Jotaro is not allowed to smoke ever, even though he's also wasn't in Japan at the moment when he was doing that. I don't know what the smoking <laughs> age in in Egypt is, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the smoking age in Egypt is like probably like. There isn't one or like, it's like, yeah. you know, like 15 or something. How old are you enough to carry around $2 and 50 cents, you know? Yeah. Buy a pack of cigs. Also, this was 1980 and- something too. So it was like yeah. Egypt in the 1980s. I don't know if they had a smoking age. Yeah. No, for real. But you know, we, we have, uh, this is the age of us smoking our enemies out. I don't know what that means. No, that's good. Yeah. I'm like a, um, like a bee's nest. Oh, like a bee's nest. Like, we're the fucking pain, and this is your the end, is all I'm saying. Because last episode, we recorded a whole episode, uh-huh. and it my audacity crashed about an hour in, so we were unable to finish it. It was a really funny episode. We had a very good and not prolonged bit about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. I don't <laughs> even remember that movie or any of the plot points of it anymore. That was robbed from us, and I know that it's not my fault. <laughs> Okay, I, I I take no blame for anything I've ever done in my life, ever, so somebody out there fucking sabotaged me, okay? They threw the wooden shoe in the machine, and I'm pissed, okay? Now, Russ, wooden shoe, have you considered it might be a Dutch person? It could, you know what, who's who's a Dutch person? Lil, is Lil Debbie Dutch? I think she is. She's, she's got a hat. She's wearing some sort of, some sort of European garb there, I'm, I'm assuming she's Dutch. Little Debbie, uh, if I've ever said that uh, Hennemans, Entenmans, Hen- Entenmans, if I ever said Entenmann donuts were better, that's because I fucking believed it. Little Debbie, put your little cosmic brownies down the cosmic toilet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slash your cosmic brownies with the moon veil sword. <laughs> Fuck yes, uh, cosmic brownies. It's <laughs> that seems like that's the same way that um the Miss Marvel thing is just her saying, wow, cosmic powers, cosmic bracelets. <laughs> this is like, you guys really ran out of shit to, to fucking um, call your brownies. You put uh, fucking sprinkles on it. And now it's from space. Come on. Yeah. Come on. People were making fun bullshit. of, people were making fun of Pepsi or whatever for saying th- their soda tastes like space. I'm going to, I'm going to go to Radon on your ass and stop these cosmic brownies from moving. <laughs> again. Uh, the, well, as you know, the fate of the Carrion royal family is <laughs> is tied to the cosmic brownies. <laughs> okay, that's one enemy down. Alan, who's our next enemy? Uh, my next enemy uh, is is Madison Cawthorn for losing the election. <laughs> he, he, uh, he lost for the Dark Maga, which you're the leader of. 
Yes, and also I don't get to hear about him fucking and sucking anymore. I don't get to. I don't get to. I could have seen him at the airport with a gun. He. I could have seen him get busted, like for trying to right. take an AK forty seven through like uh, the the metal detector. <laughs> I could have seen it, and now I don't get to have that experience. You could have had anymore. a little bit of a laugh. You could have had a good time, and you were robbed of that, deprived of that. The only thing I might have now is like if he does get a Tesla now that Elon's canceled, <laughs> and, and then I might get to see him like driving around and exploding. <laughs> It's going to be Miami too. Wait, was it Tampa or Miami? What? Oh yeah. It, it, it was, it, it was when he was on spring break. Who cares? It was somewhere in Florida. Right. Uh, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, except this time, this time it's good because he was getting sucked off by his cousin while he's driving. And that's why, he, <laughs> that's why the car explodes. He got an auto. Ironically though. Yeah. Ironically. Off, he's a, pissed off. He like saying like, I can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I'm so mad. Why are you trying to call me down this way? And I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's also how the beginning, that's how the book uh, thinner by Stephen King started, by the way, <laughs> like I was getting, uh, getting roadhead. Uh, <laughs> but now that's a, this is something you would think I would like Tesla's a lot more because it is the only like roadhead capable vehicle. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But I, but it's, but that just really, Tells you how bad of a car they are. Well, I think you're just envious because if you were to ever get Roadhead, you would just think of Elon Musk's hair plugs and it would ruin it for you. You'd never be able to get it because that's all you think about. Yeah, that in is the car. That is true. That was that is true. Also, you're uh, not his you're voice. Not naive enough. You're too deep in. Also, his voice plays in in a very Tesla. It says, <laughs> "Does it?" Yeah, I wouldn't a, be surprised. It says like, "Thank you for buying my car." And then he like you know, oh ho ho, oh ho ho, I'm French now. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, I, I mean, no, it doesn't actually, I've been, I've been in a Tesla once. I went in, I was in my boss's Tesla whenever he got it, which was like a few years <laughs> back. And now I think he's probably <laughs> feels bad about buying it. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, as in like, they're on fire. Like your no, boss no, is no, on no, fire. No, 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 no. <laughs> like your boss is in a burning fiery pit now. My boss oh. is actually the, is the man on fire from MGS five now. <laughs> Hey, you do work for a communist. That's kind of interesting, you know? Yeah, God, if only. Uh, but uh, it has the power to shoot bullets out of himself. Barracuda. What, what was it again? Barracuda. Kuabara. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, in, in the fucking uh, uh, in, uh, Invader Lum uh, show that's coming out, the Urusai Yatsura uh, anime that's coming out this year, they, yeah. do the, they do the Kuabara Kuabara thing because it's the Oni... She's dressed like an Oni and the lightning and stuff like that. It's the same right, thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I was like, wow, maybe Kojima <laughs> was just a really big fan of, of Urusei Yatsura. Could have been. I mean, well, I think it's just like a child's thing that's been around for like a hundred years. Where are, are you supposed to say Kuwabara until the, you hear the thunder? I don't know what it is. I think it means mulberry bush or something. I think it's just like, <laughs> no, it, it, uh, I don't. Anyway. I think, but I think we it's should like, not talk about something we don't understand. Look, we understand it because we played a, a video game and it was in a cutscene, and we saw it in an anime <laughs> one time. If, that makes us smarter than if anybody Western, who's if read Westerners about it. are not allowed to comment on things that they assume <laughs> about Japanese culture from watching anime and video games. Then what are we even having a podcast for? <laughs> that's that's my next enemy. We're going to confront Westerners. <laughs> I you are. This is shocking. <laughs> That you have taken this stand against Western civilization, Russ. <laughs> I, you know me, at one point, I used to be all about, like, the Socratic method or whatever, but I'm, I'm about, uh, I'm about the, who are the, uh, about, you know, Confucius, 
Oh, you're you're in the eastern. See, I went further western. I'm only into uh, like Mayan and Incan uh, like calendar <laughs> shit. Oh, you're you're oh my gosh, that's that's badass actually. Yeah, that is actually. See, that's the thing is like if you that would be the ultimate own to like a Western civilization guy. That's like yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, and the Mayans invented the the number zero. You're right. Western civilization is great, and he'd be like I'm so pissed find- off. <laughs> This is going to piss somebody off who actually knows about this stuff. I'm trying to find... What were the names of those bosses at the end of Nier Automata? <laughs> Which ones? The ones named after, like, the three heavenly philosophers. Well, the ones that are named out Nier... Oh, yeah. Koshi, Roshi, Koshi, and Koshi... Koshi and Roshi. Yeah, I'm into that now. Fuck, fuck uh, Kierkegaard or whatever. Sartre, more like Shitra. Fuck. Fuck all that shit. Sorry, AJ Soprano. I don't care about this existen- <laughs> existentialism bullshit. Go read okay, The Stranger it, somewhere else. Is that is that our next enemy we're confronting who could have possibly sabotaged us is AJ Soprano? Look, we, we've seen him in his underwear laughing at the computer, and maybe he was sabotaging a podcast when he was doing that. <laughs> in the 90s? Yeah, uh, you know, he could be doing you that. Know, so, maybe he, he did inherit more of his dad's villainous brain. And was planning years in advance. Because if there's one thing that you learn by the end of The Sopranos. Is that Tony is truly the ultimate villainous mastermind. And you should emulate everything he does. He's Machiavellian. Uh huh. He's smart and a role model. And you should do everything he says. And also he's just like me for real. <laughs> we, we all are like him. But no, except uh, he, he was born at a time. He was born in a way that he got, he got, he got it. Yeah, yeah, he was born back in the good days before the SJWs made me, uh, <laughs> yeah. made made me uh, learn about uh, gender in school or something. Speaking of next enemy, the SJWs, the social freaking justice warriors, hacked our podcast and killed what could have been just because we we slammed uh, Mister Strange uh-huh. and the uh, the girl. The girl. We slammed her. America Chavez, right? Yeah. Well, I told you, I I think I told you in that lost recording that when I went to the theater, before I went in, when I was walking into the the screening room itself, there was kids standing out in the hall and they said, did you notice the propaganda? The girl had two moms and her name was America. And I'm like, (laughs) damn, damn, these white kids are right. Right. Well, okay. If we consider who are the two mothers of actual America, it'd be Britain and France, right? That's true. Are they old birds? Are, those are the old birds of Europe. And also, uh, yeah, they're they're the two countries that are also uh, uh, women because of Western civilization <laughs> and the and the and the mother yeah, right. of, the mother of Western civilization. Right. Yes. 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 Western civilization, yeah. as you all know, is a woman with big tits and bare feet. <laughs> She wears a blindfold, which is like a little kinky, Ooh, a little yeah. neurotomata. But it's a little kinky, but it's a, a lot. Uh, it's a lot trad. Wait, that's not Western civilization. That's justice. <laughs> yeah, bad. that's that. Whatever. I think they. I think they think <laughs> it's just like a Roman statue. So like, it's the same thing, basically, right? May, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Anything that's a uh, Roman statue is like fucking. Uh, that's Western civilization. Also, right. speaking of Western <laughs> civilization, Tony and those guys, they love it. And that's why he's just like me for real. He yeah, watches the uh, History the, Channel and gets pilled. We need a second renaissance, but not the Matrix one. No, no, I no. I want no. that one. No, 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 no. Uh, we do need a second. We need a cool renaissance where the Pope can fuck again and uh, should be king of America. We're uh, not our enemies, by the way, Catholics. Neither of us are Catholic. Catholics, 
wink. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> if we were now, Russ, I mentioned would... before, I am actually technically Catholic. <laughs> now, well, did I'm I? Cut, did so I? I can't be. <laughs> so, but, yeah, yeah. But well, well, see, that's the thing is people think that you have to go through all the different sacraments and stuff, and that you you're not just Catholic if you get baptized like me. You have to do the fucking the whatever you you get a fucking another fake name or something. They they do give you another middle name. Like really? Yeah, you do not know this. I don't know if this is everybody, but like, it's they do well, give you like again, a they I, give you a christening. Uh, my name. parents fucked me over. I can't. I can't help it. Okay. You could have got another name, and you could have picked something really cool. Yeah. Uh, well, you do have your middle name is Kendrick, which is very uh in, in the news right now. But that means you have to weigh in on that uh in the song where he says the f word. <laughs> oh, I've already said I wouldn't, but I guess I have to. Yeah, it, you're 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 legally compelled to. Well, uh, I'll just uh okay, whew, okay, I'm gonna stand user. I'm gonna uh, Jotaro Kujo my way out of this. I'm putting Kendrick on our enemies list, not because of that song, but because rap is better. You know what I would do if uh, if I was in charge of the music industry. You would you would put a C in front of the, the word rap. <laughs> How did you know? Wait, Alan, did you see my notes? <laughs> no, 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 no. Per this being a, a stand battle type thing, I've, I've guessed your next line. Uh, oh, no, you just Joseph Joestarred me. Luckily, yeah. we're on the same side. Yeah. And I am, and always, Joe, make... I am always Joseph Joestarring people because my crotch is always getting magnetized to like dudes' heads and stuff. Right. Yeah. And you also made a pigeon come out of a woman's mouth once. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I also, uh, I also, uh, my power only exists by punching cameras. I have to right. punch a camera to get it to work. Right. Um. Uh, I guess. Uh. Is rap is rap one of our enemies? Just in general, the genre. Yeah, but is that an, is? Do we think that they they sabotaged our our podcast? <laughs> well, there is the Beastie Boys, and they do have that song called Sabotage. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. you're right. Wait, are they rap or are they hip hop? You know what? If I'm going by my English teacher who listened to only two uh, artists, Eminem and the Beastie Boys, <laughs> it must be hip hop. Uh, that's true. And, and we watched the 60 minutes with Eminem where he talked about literally rhyming orange with door hinge. He bragged about wow. that on 60 minutes to like Leslie Stahl or whatever the fuck. Hey, listen, you know, I can't disrespect. Okay. Eminem's not of all the rappers. Uh, Eminem's not on my enemy list. And you're probably thinking it's for that one reason, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. That's, that is my favorite kind of person. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, I listen to rap. I listen to like Lil Dicky and Eminem and like, uh, and it's like, huh, these guys but all have for some, the reason that you think these guys all have something in common, but I don't know. I don't know why. And I just it, love Aesop rock. Cause he, he uses all these lyrics. Like, uh, uh, he uses Nietzsche quotes and he, he uses a big, Big words like somnambulist. I'm in an ambulance because I'm a somnambulist. I'm dreaming of a future where I'm crabbing it, man. <laughs> Ross, you need to become a freestyle rapper. That was some fucking oh. Maury Calliope heat you were spitting right there. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I only respect Eminem because I tried to do Venom at karaoke recently. And those are some damn machine gun lyrics. My mouth's a little water pistol in comparison. Oh, man. Do, can you... Russ, why did you even try to do that song at karaoke? <laughs> it's funny because I don't have. I guess I just don't have the venom in my heart. That's the thing is you need you didn't uh, go and get him, you know, or whatever he says in that song. <laughs> well, uh, here's the tricky part about the song, Alan. There's more to it than just venom. Gonna get him, get him, get him, venom. 
there's actually uh, like multiple verses. <laughs> what knock knock with the devil? In. <laughs> that's the you know the, yeah. That's the it's uh it's all very cool. It is very cool. Oh man, you just you should you should have known Ross. You shouldn't have done Eminem song. There's no way you could have ever you could ever you could ever match that kind of heat. You should have seen. Wait. You're always more of a carnage anyway. I'm more of a Cletus Cassidy. You're definitely more of a Cletus Cassidy, not just because you wow. had that you had that hairdo for a while. I have to disagree because I I don't have a girlfriend. That is true. You're like I, you are in a prison of your own making though, and he's in jail. <laughs> it's true. You got me there. Well, the thing is, if you had superpowers, you would use it to make a big tornado. Uh, make, turn your hands into axes, that kind of thing. That's true. That is pretty sick. Um, I guess uh, my final enemy, Spider Man, not related to what you were talking. I guess it is related though. Fuck. Damn. I really am a Cletus Cassidy. My uh, final enemy, other... uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom, not Spider Man. Tom Holland. I think he might have. I think he might have crashed the recording because he might have. I've been. I've been torrenting a lot of movies, and he's in a lot of stuff for some reason. And maybe, uh, maybe he got mad at me and like did a did a webhead attack on my computer. Well, how do you feel about cherry the flavor? Oh, it's good. Oh, okay. Maybe, I, maybe I thought you thought it was bad, and and he overheard it, and he's like talking over my uh, Academy Award winning nominated film Cherry. I didn't know he was in. Well, that. It wasn't. I didn't know he was in that. I was just thinking about like Uncharted and like all this other bullshit. Oh. There, he, Cherry was the movie that the Russo brothers were going to prove that they were normal, good at making movies, and then they didn't. We're, we're going to prove that we're it, actual directors this time and not just uh, video game cutscene guys. <laughs> we're going to make, a, then, we're gonna make then, a real movie, not just a video game cutscene, I'll promise. Yeah, as the story goes, Tom Holland was like, I've been in, a, I've been in like uh, it, prestigious independent films and... Marvel movies and it takes the same amount of like setup and hard work and character work. <clears throat> and uh and then it was like you were in Cherry, which is made by the superhero guys. Yeah. I don't <laughs> doesn't make it... what are you trying to say? Also, here? I don't really care. I I'm, I'm not saying that like the performances or like the actors aren't working harder in Marvel movies. I just don't like the production and what it, <laughs> it existing in the first place. It's not like right. I have a problem with the performances specifically. <laughs> it's just the material they're given to perform, I think, is bad. I think, yeah, I mean, you know, when you be- get that, when you become an actor, the first thing you think of is, man, I want to stand in a green screen, giant mega booth in Atlanta, Georgia, and wave my arms around for days on end, and then have to <laughs> record ADR a week before the movie comes out. That's like, that's what a performance is, really. That's what you, that's kind of what Shakespeare, when he wrote his famous plays was thinking of like, Oh, if only one day I could get the actors separated from each other and wave their hands around Mm -hmm. with purple goop all around them. Yeah. Now, I mean, I do, I think I, I actually respect Benedict Cumberbatch more as an actor because I know he was just standing in front of a green screen for that entire goddamn movie. And and he wasn't, he, he never saw America Chavez. He never saw the Scarlet witch. They're not even in the same room as him. He's they're probably on a different continent for all I know. He could have done this from his, right. His apartment in, in fucking uh in, in London town. Um, is Benedict Cumberbatch an enemy? Uh you know what? After I saw him in that monster makeup in the last uh thirty minutes of Doctor Strange, he's okay <laughs> in my book. Okay, I was worried he was doing one of his Sherlock um 
After Effects montages when he hacked us, when words and numbers are swirling around his head. Now, he is the only one I would expect to be able to hack my my perfect encryption because he's such a genius. <laughs> he's such a genius for, for having these words fly around his head. <laughs> I think the only two people on Earth that could hack your setup is the Razor Corporation in general because... Yeah, because they own all of it. Yeah, they made all <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah they'd fail safe it, just turn it all off. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. Your razor gamer lock, <laughs> the Alan, your the lock on your house isn't working anymore because you haven't updated your drivers. Yeah, my Chroma drivers out now. Now my <laughs> my security system doesn't work anymore. <laughs> oh, I forgot to set it up. I set the RGB lights up instead by accident. I feel like I remember seeing a news story somewhere that there was like the first car with razor Chroma was coming out soon, and it's I I really need that to be real. <laughs> car with razor chroma i bet we could do a full two hours of addressing our enemies but i think we got the main ones little debbie madison cawthorn oh my god there is actually a razor car and it was like three years ago oh no it was uh going to ebay it was the this is fucking weird it was a a E6, a E6 Night Explorer. Uh, it's only in the Chinese market. Only 88 of them were made, and it had Razer Chroma lighting for smart cars. Will enable customization lighting, a customizable lighting effects for passenger compartment, audio visualization features, synchronization, and game integrations by tapping into the Fuck, ambient yes. RGB lighting controls of NIO smart vehicle, smart electric vehicles for truly it's. Immersive experience. This is some sort of like luxury Chinese brand I've never even heard of. And can you game in it? This is like better than a Tesla. If you can game it and you've got RGB. (laughs) That's very pimp. Yeah. Um, Or is it just like synced to my RGB at home? So like, mm -hmm. so like uh, I'm driving around and people are saying like, whoa, that person's got somebody with an alt and overwatch right now uh, at home. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. They're ganking in League of Legends right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I recognize that color scheme anywhere. <laughs> oh my God. That's a that's a diva that's main. T- <laughs> that's a diva main if I've ever seen one. Oh my God. They're they're uh uh surfing in a uh, CS:GO. They're on. T- they're in terminal. Um. You know, I need to. I well, need to. I need to. to the next two hundred hours, I decide to put in Elden Ring. I need to make it on PC. Because I need to see if there's like any sort of razor, uh, like chroma integration with Elden Ring. Oh, uh, you would just be driving and your car would turn bright yellow. I'm like, oh, they're spamming madness shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're just spamming madness. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, it's just yellow everywhere. <laughs> uh, so they um, can, you can tell like somebody crashes into you because they can tell that you're fucking uh, you're a Rivers of Blood user. It's just like, it's like arcane needs to get nerfed. Stop doing it. <laughs> so mad. But, you know, uh, I guess I did have one question though. Why, why was only 88 of them produced? Is that like an angel number or something? Oh, very lucky in Chinese because <laughs> oh, oh. eight, eight's a lucky number in Chinese. Like it's, I think it's, I can't remember if it's the way it's pronounced or something, but it, it I didn't know that eight is a eight. It's like lucky. I think. Really? Huh? And what's the one that sounds like death? Isn't it? Four. 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 Yeah, that's why Calliope Mori's birthday is on 4-4. Did you know that? Oh my god. No. (laughs) 
Thank that, you, that, that It's death in both Chinese and, uh, and Japanese, I think, somehow. Yeah, right, right, right. I picked they up were a, white instead of black. Yes. I picked up some of this uh, because I got really into, like, Chinese numerology and, like, the I Ching for a while when I was Wait, reading. okay, come on. When I was reading. <laughs> what? When I was fucking reading The Man in the High Castle because there's a bunch of I Ching stuff in there. Like, he does, like, the divination and everything. So I did, like, a lot of Wikipedia reading on, like, Chinese numerology, like, half a decade ago. I guess that's better. I was expecting Snow Crash for some reason. Like, of course, Alan got really into Snow Crash for a while. Got really into hero protagonist. I should do that. I should do that because, like... We should do that. Will- I actually been Gib- jonesing for another cyberpunk book to read. I, I mean, I read, like, some of the, the William Gibson, like, short stories, I guess. Like, Burning Chrome or whatever. But he is a big Steely Dan fan. So, like, <laughs> I should... No, like, for real, though, like, he's, like... There's like multiple Steely Dan references throughout like his books and stuff. So like Steely Dan That's is cyberpunk amazing. technically, I think. Well, Snow Crash was a different guy. That's not Gibson. It's not. Who's that guy? It's Neil Stevenson. I, what? It, right, Neil yes. Stevenson. Neil Stevenson, right? Right, right, right. If I wanted to read Neuromancer, you know what? My one of my professors in in college did say that like he did say like you should read Snow Crash. You got to read Snow Crash. <laughs> <laughs> like of he's, course. I mean, they're a nerd. Yeah, it's some nerd, and he's like, the only TV show, he's like, I don't have a TV, I play violin, the only TV show I've watched in the last, like, 20 years is an episode of Doctor Who on a on a hotel television. And it's just like, but you should read Snow Crash. And it's like, yep, thank you, old man. Right, right, right. You're, no, you're right. It's, it's for sure. I think that for, like, nerds, before anime was properly introduced to yeah. them, and they didn't have to think about Goku or anime girl boobs all the time, they had to just worry about, like, uh, playing the, the violin the internet yeah just get stressed out about the internet the tech corporations are gonna now, rise i did also have a nerd a science did you ever have like a a, a teacher in school who was like of like a hippie version of like the the don't don't have a tv at home kind of people mm, i'm sure i did i did have the only professor i ever had was a nerdy white guy with a ponytail uh, or talk like this. That's pretty cool. And uh, and he taught us. Uh, it was a t. It was about television, but like through the lens of philosophy. But he taught a a whole segment, like two weeks, about the difference between men and women's television. Uh huh. They <laughs> they I, drive like this, I, I, and they drive like this, right? I know it was very much like women do be shopping on uh-huh, television. Uh-huh. It was very sick, and it it wasn't true at all. And but it was awesome. Very good. And I agreed with everything he said. So I had my science teacher in high school. Uh, he was one of those. I don't, I don't own TV or I, he's like, I do have a TV, but I only ever used it to watch the Simpsons. I would watch the Simpsons <laughs> once every week and then they stopped being good. And then I just stopped using my TV. <laughs> and it's so like, sick. you know, that is maybe the best way you could use your TV is just as a Simpsons vehicle. Just to like, right. you know, you, every week you do the, you do the, the jumping on the couch bit. You, you, you and your family just plop down on the couch to watch Simpsons. And then uh, once the show started sucking, you're just threw your TV out the window, I guess. Right. Once Bart, once Bart refused to do his hijinks anymore, you just pushed the damn TV. Now, out is the that the problem with modern Simpsons that he's not doing enough hijinks? <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's exactly why I watch the Simpsons. Also, by the way, this is Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host, Russ Walsh. With me as always, my co-host Alan Black. Welcome, Alan. Welcome. Yeah. So Bart. So in in the in the new seasons, is he a good boy? Yeah, yeah, he's a little sweetie. All he does is give presents, and he, he 
he's he gets more in trouble for putting the teachers on blast and being like, "Oh my God, you're all, you're off fleek now, Mrs. Kr- they soyed Bart. <laughs> they soyed Bart, and he started a podcast uh, with Maggie and Lisa called My Sister, My Sister and Me. Oh God, is he doing the face? He's doing the face. He uh um uh what else? I'm trying to think. Uh they they replaced uh Wolf uh Wolfbane. Is that the is that the character's name? Wait, which one? The the Arnold Schwarzenegger parody. Oh, it's uh McBain? McBain, yeah, it's McBain. Um they replaced him with a with an actual German guy. Oh fuck. I don't know. That wasn't. That's not. A good See, thing. I was gonna say that if 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 he was gonna start a podcast with somebody, it'd be Martin Prince. <laughs> what would it be? Well, Martin Prince. Well, okay, first of all, Martin Prince listens to the McElroys one hundred percent in canon. <laughs> in the in the in the canon, he's still listening to them right now. Uh, die hard, die hard in the wool. He, you know how that's how fucked up he is. He listens. He's like the one Schmanners listener. Is Martin he was Prince the Schmanners guy? He was the Schmanners. And he went, "Oh, what a rip, witty repartee Travis and his wife have. They're so funny. That's relationship goals there." Yeah, he's and he be- tweeted that once a week, begging, begging his dad to to let him to buy them tickets to Max FunCon at <laughs> the nine hundred dollar camping camping trip. Yeah, the nine hundred dollar camping trip or whatever the fuck, where you can go learn like get a take a, a napkin folding class. <laughs> so sick, dude. God. I'm glad that nerds have their own, like, uh, I, don't, I was about to say, I, I bet they have their own prom there. <laughs> I bet they have their own nerd prom there. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And it's as lame as you think it is. It's pretty bad. It's like, uh, it's, it's like, if, Alan, do you think, do you think you would have mopped up on the Jonathan Colton cruise? I think if I went on the Joko cruise, <laughs> I, I would have to really, I would really have to stifle it. I like, I'd really have to stifle my annoyance. Like I'd really have to like, <laughs> cause like, you know, and I don't even I don't even remember what Jonathan Colton's songs are like or anything. I, they, yeah, they were all about like what, what if a about portal, zombie right? rapped or something. They're about portal. Uh, this is all. Yeah, they're about portal. Or what if a zombie rapped? Or what if you had a girlfriend who was a zombie? Or what if there was a zombie that was your girlfriend? You know. Now, uh, what I could do is I could say that I'm related to Brent Black, who we all love and know. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. I've literally the guy who forgotten. used to the guy who made the web comic because he used to be Travis's roommate and he made all those. Those uh weird like yeah he's brental floss brental floss I, I know Brent say brental floss asshole Brent- come well, on come you're up. making me look like an idiot in front of the listeners <laughs> everybody's screaming in their cars <laughs> brental <laughs> floss talk about brental floss the guy the with fucking- the Legend of Zelda song parodies he he did Duck Tales Moon Song but with lyrics okay man see I was just, well, I'm see, still I said that on I, my iPod Nano I said his full name because he has the same last name as me that was the whole point but the okay well but I'm a, I'm a real Brentel floss head which is how I know what his real name is his true name that can banish right. him uh right yeah I think uh, the true name that banished him is uh the algorithm he's gone now right. bye 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 everybody's he has probably watching. a patreon where he's making eight hundred dollars a month that's see you wanted a new re- renaissance for us you've got it <laughs> You got it. No, the monkey's Mon- paw. Yeah, everybody. We've got we've we've gone back to a patronage system, but it's just uh, it's just because of the the collapse of the state, essentially. Okay. I hope you're happy. Uh, uh, it looks like Brettel Floss is hitting it. Is he doing uh, he's it? He's got a hundred. His podcast. Oh, it's been dead since uh last year, though. Let me see. 
Okay, uh... I can't... <laughs> I found a Facebook post that's like, um, I just announced a Google Hangout for my patrons, and then the first comment on Facebook is, you have supporters still? You update once a year. This was five years ago. Oof. 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 Life well wasted, am I right? Oh my god. Brental Floss. If you're- if Brental Floss, if you're listening, you're welcome on the show. You can become an edgy guy like we are. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet Brental Floss could transition to, uh, um, like, Chapo Chapo stuff and be like, I'm the- uh, lyrics over the the communist re- me mich- the regime gritty song I'm, or... I do I do the gritty I do gritty songs now. <laughs> I, That'd be sick, actually. No, what he should do is he should go the come town route. Now he just makes songs about having sex with your dad. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, but it but it's like it's like uh it's set to like a fucking like Yoshi's Island's background song or some bullshit. He could double dip and he could make songs about have make having ironic sex with Travis. And then some people would take it seriously, and others wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. The other ones would be like, yeah, oh, oh, that's the, funny. The McElroy uh, fandom Fujoshis, they're going to go wild. <laughs> Mackle Fujoshis. Oh. <laughs> it's awesome, Watsu's <laughs> I mean, it, you know what? There are those people because they there are, like, romances between characters on the Adventure Zone, and they're all just that's played true. by their brothers. So, like... It's just a brothers in love, baby. Yeah. Man. I mean, I did message you out of the blue today when I was I was listening to another D and D podcast. And I was thinking about like, man, Justin did get probably the height of their popularity was because Justin pretended to be a gay Mexican blue elf uh-huh. who <laughs> who had sex with his brother's character who was like, uh, I don't know, death uh, or whatever. Death? Yeah, is that was that it? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was like a death guy. Right. Yeah. I was like, man, that, that's how he got famous, dude. That's nuts. That's crazy. Shuts out. Yeah, that's... Bad respect. That is a good... I mean, it's a good hustle. Look, <laughs> you do that, and then and then you, you just got to become, like, a professional life guy for the rest of your life? Like, that's the dream. <laughs> you smoke weed and, and uh, support your wife? We all want to do that. Um. Oh, speaking of hustle, do I hear the flapping of some wings? Oh, I, oh, I think I do. Would you Would you play the time... Time saw the time countdown. What? Why can't I talk? Go. Uh, oh, Alan. Oh, Alan. Walter, what is up? Oh, I haven't seen you in like two weeks. I must address my enemies, Alan. Oh, who are they? Go off, King. Oh, uh, Glupshido. Glupshido. You homophobic slug. <laughs> That's why he was staring the whole time. I, I I was off screen and he was staring at me. He was giving me dagger eyes. Like, what are you doing on set, asshole? Oh, Alan. Oh, is he is he mad at you because there's only one gross alien guy supposed to be on set at a time? Wait, you think I'm gross, Alan? No, no, no. I mean, like you know, like I uh, I love you, Alan. Oh, but... Alan! Now I have new enemy. It's you, Alan. You were already trying. To, you've been trying to kill me in that video game this entire time, right? <laughs> Wasn't he invading me in Elden Ring like a couple weeks it's ago? It's just a video game, Alan. Come on. You're my Why real life. So ne- you're my real life nemesis list now. If you don't, if you don't watch, you're it. my real life nemesis, Alan. <laughs> Germa, Germa's your real life nemesis? Wait, no, I just it just sounded like Germa Allen. Oh, well, bye, Watto. The time minutes up. Well, that was one of the more confusing ones. Well, I guess Watto's my enemy now. <laughs> well, you, you, the two of you have had an on again, off again um, rivalry. God is very a, Naruto I, I just, Sasuke. I just hope he doesn't turn into a Hannibal style villain. <laughs> that that's we've had that happen too many times. 
Hannibal Watto. Yeah. Hannibal Watto. Uh, well, see, Watto would never be a Hannibal style uh, guy because he's a businessman first and foremost. And Hannibal thinks that That's kind true. of thing is crass and rude. Right. Yes. He finds the, he finds money and it's uh, corrupting things to dis- destroy art. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, what's art to me, Russ? What's that? A delightful pizza pie made by an artisan baker. Oh my baker. god! When that when that fluffy white dough turns to a brown, crisp, you know that in your heart of hearts, that's like the most beautiful thing you've some ever would, seen. Some would say that's amore. <laughs> when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. Yes, exactly. Hail Caesar, our pizza segment. <laughs> Hail Caesar. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, but not to get back on Western civilization again, but Hail Caesar. <laughs> that's true. My bad. Uh. And also, wait, I, well, I've got two things to talk about this time, but, of, but first, of course, wait, hold on. I always forget which button it is. Oh, hi, yo, Sakai, good morning, <laughs> It's Dr. Pizza Stone. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Okay, so you're, we're doing this. Yeah, okay. we're doing Dr. Pizza Stone again. So I've, I've, and I didn't, since the last, our last recording, our lost last recording, I, I, I have also cooked pizza since then. I'm getting back into the pizza baking groove. I'm doing this on a regular basis now. Uh, uh, it's like a like a bassist, like a like bassist. Steely Dan, uh-huh. session musician in Steely Dan. You're trying to get into that bass groove. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, bake groove. That that bass bake groove, and I'm uh, making some pizza pies. Uh, I, I sent and much like the jazz, the the jazz rock of Steely Dan. It's an intricate. But beautiful process. Yes, and I am eating it on a yacht too, just like uh, <laughs> just like when you're supposed to listen to the music on a yacht. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you watch porno while eating it. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, obviously. 70s porno. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so I, I I made two different pies, um, using the same variation on Mitch's recipe for a bar pizza, and I think I'm gonna change it up a little bit. The first time I did it in the normal bar pizza pan and it was just kind of the same thin crust. I, I've really nailed down that cheese ratio that I liked of it being like half white cheddar, half mozzarella, and then like a sprinkling of, of Parmesan throughout. But um, I think I'm going to try something different with the dough because this is like the thinner, not as fluffy kind of dough. And it is good for like a bar pizza, but I have like a big square pan that I also tried later in the week. And I let the dough rise a little bit more, but it still wasn't quite where I wanted it to be because I was trying to go for like a, a Detroit style deep dish on that one. But I think what I need to do is I need to like let the, the dough rise like overnight. Like I need to get, get that real good gluten development. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta get that glu- you gotta get those strands of gluten. Yeah. I want it to be, I want a, a, a doughier pizza. So I might, I might do like a, a thin crust later in the week and then I'll save some of the dough and like leave it sitting in the fridge for like another day or two and see how big that dough gets and get a, get, get a big old fluffy pizza. Damn. Yeah. Instead of a call, you know, you know, Christopher Nolan made the dark night rises. This is the dough overnight rises. It, it is exactly like that. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> you well, know what? I mean, listen, I was just thinking about it. Okay. I think I've just been thinking about, uh, Dark Knight Rises a lot lately since they brought uh, Darkberry back, but it's only at Applebee's. That's fucked up. That's really fucked up. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is Dark... So wait, Darkberry... 
Now there's a new there's a new Dr. Pepper out. Is that the same thing? No. No, 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 no. What's dark berries then? Well, that there's Dr. Pepper Dark Berry, but then also when the Dark Knight Rises came out, there was a special Mountain Dew flavor called Dark Berry. Ah, okay. Which is basically glorified midnight purple. Mm-hmm. Lean. And now Applebee's has gotten their own exclusive flavor that's Dark Berry Blast, okay. which I have not tried yet because, frankly, I have felt no need to go to Applebee's. What? Why? I, what's happened in the last... <laughs> What's happened in the last two or three years that uh, that has made you stop wanting to go to Applebee's? Uh, um, I got summarily kicked out of Applebee's. Were you trying to touch all the memorabilia on the wall? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. They had the model train that kept going around. I'm like, oh, can I check out the spokes on this? And they're like, no, don't touch it, sir. Oh, I just couldn't contain myself. Uh, speaking of of uh, they had a poster for spider-man raimi and i wanted i got up real close to it and started breathing on it and seeing if it had the two towers in the background still you do that anytime you, know. you think there's a picture of 9-11 stuff you think anytime <laughs> there's a picture of the twin towers you're just like close breathing on it i mean every time somebody hands me a dollar bill i have to fold it in the way wait which wait, wait what dollars the two towers dollar again? i think it's a do- i think it's a single dollar bill that was such a that was Damn, such, that was the proto QAnon is guys folding <laughs> folding a dollar bill and saying like yo you ever see this before look they knew it was on the money the whole time they hide it in plain sight did you and, do you know who invented that or who discovered that who I'm trying to think uh, Ted Kaczynski that makes sense I can see that it's true he's the original Q it's true he's the original Q I couldn't think of another funny person I'm sorry everybody. Well, uh, he was he was the only I kind was of gonna say Dick Cheney, but why would he have done that? You know, well, like he's that's just how Joker fight he is. <laughs> I mean, Dick Cheney did shoot a guy in the face and then said like, "I'm sorry," and the guy's like, "I shouldn't have got in his way. I'm... <laughs> I should not have done that." Yeah, uh, that's so sick, dude. That, that shit owns. Um, speaking of uh, exclusive uh, Mountain Dew flavors, I went to Taco Bell this week because the Mexican <gasps> pizza's back, baby. Oh my god. The Mexican pizza's back, and folks, it is exactly the same as when it left. You know, a lot of people say that, like, you know, coming together, people can't... We live in such a fractured society. Our our focus is fractured. We we have no ability to collectivize and get our, what we want. This is direct but action. This is direct action. This is a W for the working man, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the Amazon uh, facility unionizing. <laughs> This is the real shit. Yeah. This is the real win. Push those Starbucks employees who are unionizing off a cliff. Well, this is how we win through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have to squash. Social we media. did have to squash every Taco Bell union to get the pizza back. <laughs> but it was worth it. <laughs> oh man, did we? Did I do that? I think we inadvertently did through, like you know, the wheels of of, of capitalism, probably. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it, it probably actually made Taco Bell employees lives better because they didn't have to do it. That's not true though. I don't, I think of all the items they discontinued, I think the Mexican pizza, the only reason they got rid of it was because of the stupid packaging. Mm-hmm. There's way more annoying stuff to make, I think. Right. Yeah. It was just the packaging, right? Yeah. Yeah. They said it was wasteful and they didn't, that was the thing I was expecting was the different packaging. Not really. They just got like a different colored box this time. 
That's that's right. it. So like I was expecting like that they were gonna like they found out a solution to the packaging problem, which makes me think maybe <laughs> they didn't really care that much about reducing cardboard waste the entire time. Hmm. Wow. Uh, but but I tell you what, Russ, this pizza is exactly like I remember it being. Um, <laughs> and that and I and, and but people are mad on Twitter. There are people who are saying like they changed the shell or it has a weird aftertaste in the in the sauce. And I'm here to tell you folks. The shell was always like that, and it always had a weird aftertaste. But it's always been good, so shut up. Alan, this is just what keep the... We're journalists, and those are the peons, you know what I mean? We're the blue check marks of the pizza world, and these are the, the, the uh, little goofballs and goons, these you know people, I mean? These people haven't had as many Mexican pizzas as me over my entire lifespan, and I can tell you the Mexican pizza has been almost exactly the same as when I was eating it as like a three-year-old than when I'm eating it as a 30-year-old now. What's the bodega tweet? That's like, where do people get a, a Crunchwrap Supreme at like twelve a.m. in the in the Midwest? <laughs> that is that is essentially yeah. It's you you guys are. This is like telling this is like telling a New Yorker that the chopped cheese at their at their bodengle isn't as good. And I'm here to tell you it's it's good. The, the Mexican pizza is perfect. It's the same as it was before. Uh, the sauce. Uh, I, I, you know what? I think. I would tell you this, it's a little bit less sloppy than it used to be. Oh, and man, it's that, more composed. That is maybe just because they've been making these more recently and that they, they had probably had to do like a retraining on them or something. Um, and it wasn't just something that they've like occasionally make every now and then and kind of just throw it in a little box. This seemed like it was more like it was cut into four, like four pieces. Good. They didn't give me a fork and knife, which they usually do with the Mexican pizza. They usually give me the little plastic fork, but I always eat a Mexican right. pizza with my hands anyway, because why not? Right. You 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it, and you spin it on your finger and eat it in big chunks. Now, have you ever spun like dough? Like it's a basketball. Have you ever spun dough when, on your finger when you're making it for a pizza pie? Yeah, of course. You got to toss that dough for a hand toss. Well, yeah, I mean, I know you got to toss it, but have you ever spun it around on your finger like a, like a cartoon? No, well, no, I've not done that. No. That's what I'm saying. I know you toss it and like stretch it out and stuff with your hands. You go see the, the dough or whatever, but you don't no, I, Well, I've tossed it into the air and caught it with my fingertips. Well, that's okay. That's fine. Uh, I just want to like spin it around like a cartoon, like a, like a, a Looney Tune character on, on your finger. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You got to do that. Uh, I, maybe I should, I should get into I, one of these days, whenever I, whenever one of these days, when, uh, whenever I uh, decide I'm going to allow myself to spend a bunch of money, I need to, to get one of those like back backyard pizza ovens that that like people get and become obsessed with. Right. Yeah. I need to get like one of those like brick pizza ovens in my backyard with the, the fucking chimney that goes out and spits, uh, smoke everywhere all the time. I need one of those. Right. I need one of those. And then you could get like a little Italian manservant named Luigi who just lives out there. Yeah. He's like, Oh, Ita- Oh, uh, Alan Paisan. <laughs> well, that's the, the thing oh. is there's not enough Italians out here. Yeah, you needed a little Italian grandpa. Man, I felt like I find like he could an, just be your little Italian grandpa, and he could make you minestrone and stuff. Man, I gotta. Man, I would love that because I would love a good. Can you make the Olive Garden soup for me, little Italian grandpa? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just went on to Amazon, and you could just buy whatever grandpa you want these days. It's pretty nuts. That should be something they should let me do. Like they should find like a grandpa who's gonna become a QAnon guy if he stays online for like one more day. <laughs> And then it's like, okay, your internet access is cut off. You have to go pretend to be somebody's grandpa now. 
Yeah, you could get a baseball grandpa who always wears like a baseball jersey and is like, the game's coming on, Alan. Yeah, oh man, that would be so great. <laughs> I have like four grandpas in my houses now. Yeah, oh man, a house full. Wait, this is just that fucking, uh, this is just that fucking Tim and Eric thing, the, the house full of the old men. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talk- going to say, uh, um, uh, <laughs> beef house? That was beef that house. It? it was beef house. It's beef house. <laughs> it was beef house, yeah. We're just wanting a beef house situation. Yeah, it'd be true. Hey, listen, it'd be a good time, though. Man, oh, well, that's the thing is that I would just like, uh, there's an old man that walks up and down the road, like, in my neighborhood because he's, he's got, like, a weird situation where he bought a house that's, that's, like, connected to the, the subdivision but it's not part of it. So his house doesn't look like anybody else's. And it's just some weird old man who I guess has owned the land before the subdivision was here. And he just right. like, and he just patrols up and down the street. And sometimes he drives his tractor up and down the street. Uh, <laughs> is he like your guy's local Tom Bombadil? No, like no, no, no. Out of the forest. Well, see, that's the thing is like, that he just sees, he's out there and he sings songs and serves Cornish pasties and, and uh, has a beautiful wife and, and talks to trees and shit. No, see, if I was in a different part of town, I probably could get a Tom Bombadil like that. <laughs> but like, but this this is the more yuppie area, and he's not like a he's just like an old rich man. <laughs> like he's just a rich old okay, man. Okay. But he is old enough to where he just like walks up and down the street and like picks up litter and stuff like that, and talks to and talks to people. So you you just I always like just never. I, it is my personal goal to just like avoid eye contact with the old man and not <laughs> not not get uh, you know trapped in a conversation with him. But, uh, True. but if he was, but if I was in a more, in, in the more crunchy part of town, I bet I could meet Tom Bombadil. <laughs> you can, you, we all, we all want our own Tom Bombadil. I mean, if I was in the part of town where there's the tiny houses and stuff, oh, you better believe there's Tom Bombadil out there. <laughs> yeah. If I was near, um, if I was near the, the Kabbalistic like commune where they, uh, grow a bunch of like, uh, they grow a bunch of stuff in the woods and, and like, uh, and have a bunch of chicken coops, then I would probably find a Tom Bombadil. We just eat a lot of eggs and a lot of moss. That's all we do out here, and it's a good time. I we like it. There's so many. There's so many fucking weird co-ops that have like have existed. It's like, yeah, we we uh, we're vegan, and we're also we also study Kabbalah, and also we uh, mine minerals from from the earth that have healing properties. It's like, <laughs> what's going on? Are you guys like okay? Maybe Asheville doesn't have an improv scene and just has that instead, because it sounds similar. I think it's like, this is what we have because we don't have like the servants of rot. Like we don't have like the mosquito men, like forcing you to mine, like the, the quartz crystal out of the earth. You just have like a fucking weird farmer doing it. <laughs> like it's, it, it's, it, that's not my first thought, but I get what you're saying. No, no. I, I, as soon as I do that, I'm, I see like, this is the Celia crystal tunnel. What's going on here? Like you guys are, Oh my God. You guys, whenever I hear somebody talking about like magic crystals, they're getting here. I think, Oh, there's some guy was uh some guy was like in a in a cave around here was was hitting that with a pickaxe for 10,000 years until some asshole like dodge rolled in there and picked it up for him or something. What are they the alabaster dark lords? Yeah, the alabaster lords. There's probably one of those around here. That, yeah, probably one or two. That is a guy with a ponytail, of course. Yeah, a guy with a ponytail. There's like a million of them. <laughs> that is something that they do <laughs> honestly. The, the hippies, there are so many hippies in town and they told us this when we went downtown as like uh, in elementary school for, and stuff they said there's so many hippies around here because they think there's a lot of like crystal underneath the mountains here and they think it has like some sort of good energy powers or something so that's why they're here and i'm like dude this is exactly so this is exactly like the fucking people in uh in fucking Leonardo of the lakes i get it 
I get it. There's just crystals coming out of the place <laughs> onto the ground. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is, but the, but they just think it's like some sort of normal, like, Oh, ooh, I guess uh, God put these crystals here. I'm like, nah, no, no, no. There's a guy with a ponytail down there. He did all this shit. <laughs> There's a guy with a ponytail and he might be part bug too. He might be part bug, which is what w- weirds me out. Yeah. He's, pr- he's probably like, he looks, has like an old man with a ponytail head, but he's like the rest of him's bug. And also planets for some reason. And I don't like want to see him. A man who's a bug, a bug man, man. I couldn't imagine Sounds anything more wise. terrifying. And I must complain about it on Reddit. <laughs> uh, speaking about complaining about something, I had a pizza review. Oh, um, what'd you get? Uh, so this was lost to time in the deleted episode as deleted by our enemy, potentially an alabaster Lord. We we've slain many of them. Mm hmm. For their items and weapons and swords. If if you told me uh, that a, a falling star beast uh, destroyed our recording, I'd believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would believe it. I the outer gods are vengeful creatures. Um, but no, I had a pizza bow from H Mart. You know H Mart, Alan? I've heard of it. The line of Korean supermarket chains that I'm quite a fan of. See, I didn't know they were a Korean uh, chain, but I've heard of H Mart before. Right. Well, they're it's a Korean chain, but they carry a lot of Asian products. They're not exclusive to just Korean brands. Sure. Yeah. And usually a lot of them have food courts. This one didn't. Which is where I've got the uh the Korean corn dog and such. But uh no, I I did not that they did not have that. But they did have a humbao station, which you know, we're fans of bao, steamed buns. Ooh, I love a good bao. Some sort of barbecue pork product in the middle. Except this time I went a little nutso crazy with it. You know me. I love going a little goo goo gaga wild on it. You know what I mean? You are you are sort of sometimes described as the joker of food. <laughs> do you want to know how I got the stain on my shirt? <laughs> you are always saying that to people, and you do always have stains <laughs> on your shirt. I do. Well, that's not very... See, I had to make a joke out of it or else it'd get embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, but you are the joker of food. Go on. Yeah, and um, I had a pizza bow, which was very interesting. Interesting. It was a, it was a, you know, it's a bow with a uh, chunky uh, meat product in the middle with a sauce. But instead of it being like a Asian style soy or teriyaki based sauce, like a, you'd be used to with such a product, right? Yeah. Uh, instead, it was a thick, chunky tomato paste kind of thing. You know, Russ, I had something very, very similar, and I can't remember which Japanese convenience store it was, but they called some they sold something called a pizza ma. And it was essentially uh, just like it wasn't like exactly like a a a, a bow dumpling, but it was a, a dumpling of sorts with pizza inside of it. And it right. was in except in that one, the, the sauce was a lot more sweet. Like it was a very sweet right. tomato sauce. Um and this was very sweet too. Yeah. I don't know if that's maybe like just like a um Instead of like a marinara, they do they tend to lean more like sweet tomato kind of maybe it's like a sweet spaghetti kind of scenario going on. And no, not that sweet tomato, not the sweet tomatoes you're thinking of where you can get unlimited soup and salad and they have the brownie. None of that. No, 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 we're not. To- no, 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 no. Talking about the sweet tomato in my bun, which was a little too sweet. I didn't love it. It has the fake pizza flavor. It's a real flavor. It's tomato basil. Yeah. You know, it's what pizza Pringles claim they are, but yes. they're not pizza or well no. Tomato or It tastes pizza like somebody's are really just tomato basil. Yeah. 
It tastes like somebody dried. They they took a, a can of tomato soup and then let it dry out in the sun, and then they put that powder on on a chip. Right. Basically. And frankly, I don't care much for it. But it wasn't okay. inedible. It wasn't inedible. It was fine. There's no meat. Silly, respectable. There's no meat inside. It was just the sauce and. It did have a meat to it. It was like a chunky pork product. There might have been some like square cut pepperoni. I see. But I, it didn't taste any pepperoni. It didn't have any of the spice or the salt to it. You know, mm-hmm. or the nitrates. Is that is that what you use to uh, preserve a salam as a nitrate? Well, they always say that the the fancy stuff's supposed to not have nitrates in it, right? Oh, well, this stuff wasn't so fancy. It was a dollar ninety nine. So, uh, it wasn't that great. I do not recommend the pizza bow. However, the eel masubi I got with it, pretty fucking good. So, mm. I don't know what to tell you. I need to see if there's a there's an Asian market around here somewhere, because I could go for some eel. We, Alan, we need to get you a goddamn Korean corn dog. I need a Korean corn dog. I need to go to fucking K-Town <laughs> somewhere and get me some, some corn dogs. You gotta get yourself a damn Korean corn dog or egg toast or both. Maybe both. I think there's some... you could put the weird... I think there's a place that does Korean fried chicken in town somewhere. Oh, you probably have a Bonchon or something around or a BB.Q. Maybe. Who's to say? Maybe. Uh, I've got some, I've got, I've got some economic, some troubling economic news. Oh my God. Uh, Domino's, Domino's then CEO, Rich Allison warned back in March that driver staffing may become an issue. Driver staffing will remain a significant challenge in the near term. Um, in the first three months of 2022, delivery at Domino's U.S. stores uh, fell by 10%, uh, 10.7% compared to the prior year. And now they're saying uh, in an analyst call, he's disappointed in the delivery results. Overall, the sales fell 3.6%. So Domino's is mad because uh, like everybody, uh, like every corporation, they're mad that uh, their sales fell like a couple of percent in the middle of a giant pandemic where everybody's dying. Uh, and they're blaming it on delivery drivers. There's not enough of them anymore. There's not enough delivery drivers. I thought they were working on automation, like, uh, you know, those delivery robots and stuff this whole time. And they didn't, they haven't, they haven't, uh, I guess they haven't got that yet. Huh? Maybe they were becoming sentient and wise cracking and we're cracking wise on the, uh, uh, on the bosses and the CEOs. Maybe, maybe they were sent. Maybe they, uh, maybe, (laughs) do you think maybe the, the robots could have quit their jobs and they don't want to work either. (laughs) They don't want to work. Damn these lazy ass robot cars! It's just like uh, uh, I was gonna say those old um talking car ads for uh, was it Exxon? I think so. Um, not cars. We refuse to we refuse to discuss cars until I bring Jay Limo back. No, we can't. We can't summon him back on the show. <laughs> wait, did wait? Jay Limo's been on the show before. We've talked about him so much, so many times that I think he's gonna like pop out through a mirror, like fucking uh, like fucking Beetlejuice. It's true. Yeah. But do you think he ever pitched to them? Jay, sorry, we're talking about Jay Limo again. Do you think he ever pitched to them? Like maybe instead of a car, I could be a giant steam engine from 1890. That would be really cool. We don't get to learn. We don't get to learn <laughs> anything about like what used to, we don't see like an old, like model T car in the cars universe. Do we? I don't think we do. No, you never see you like, a, like a, like a, a buggy the primordial creatures who first came to earth would have been like a, a toboggan or something. That, well, that's, yeah, I don't know, because either you subscribe to the creepypasta cars theory, 
which is that humans did exist, but then died off. <laughs> or you, or you subscribe to the theory that cars evolved on earth. Right. And that one might be true. Cause isn't there like a little fly that's like a, a, a robot or something at one point? I've just imagined the scopes monkey trial, but it's about the cars. <laughs> the cars had to have intelligent design. How else would they have a giant tongue and eyes? <laughs> Yeah, the gas can is perfect for, uh, it's so easy to peel and then put into your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. A gas can. Uh, which, who was that motherfucker? Who was that, the step-by-step guy? Cameron, oh, Cameron. Cameron Crow? Cameron? No, Cameron Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, yes, Kirk Cameron. Yeah, that guy. They're, I want to see Cars Kirk Cameron. What would Kirk Cameron be? He'd be like. Kirk, Kirk Camry, obviously. Kirk Camry, okay, I was going to say Hertz Camry. That. Cameron. That would be that. Well, that's a just rental. It has to be a pun on. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kirk Camry's the best so far. Also, uh, uh, car rentals in the cars universe are like sex work, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess Only rents. I guess that's how. Oh, man. Oh, you have to be over 25 to rent a car and you have to be over car age 25 to go to only rents. How do cars age in this universe? They get old and beat up and distended. I don't know. Now, you remember there was that whole, there was that thing where they, I can't remember if they, it was like in the making of or whatever. They said that like in the original plot, they took out, uh, they were going to take out the engine from Lightning McQueen and put it in like a cement truck or something. And like That's he would, right. he would wake up and like after like an operation, he's, and he would see his old body sitting like lifeless. So they have crimes of the future. It's cars of the future. God, it is like that. That is, that is <laughs> fucked up. That is fucked up. We put a bunch of fucked up uh, mirrors on your on your body. It's like the guy who put the ears all over him. It, 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 yep. Oh man. We put th- we put an extra tailpipe on your head. Do you <laughs> it's think fucked up, dude? Do you think like cars like for them like body horror is stuff like that? Like this guy has like two fins on the back of his of of, of his trunk. <laughs> they show uh, we they show them like footage of Burning Man from our world. People will be like, oh my God, those art cars are so fucked up, dude. That's like seeing like a Dark Souls boss to them. It's like, a, it's like <laughs> one of them fucking Mad Max cars that has like 10 smokestacks coming out of it or something. Oh yeah, totally. They see mortal engines and they're like, that's like Cthulhu to me. Like that, <laughs> That's sickening. That's You're sick. disgusting it's, me, it's dude. It's horrific. Oh my God. This is like the fucking, uh, this is like that, uh, the, what was the, the fucking dragon that was the big sewer dragon? Who was that one guy? The gaping maw dragon or whatever the fuck. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that guy. The, that that's like that the, that's what it that's what it's like when they see the, the mortal engines uh guy driving around. <laughs> anyway, should we keep talking about pizza? Yeah, pizza. So there's there's not enough delivery. It is the gaping dragon. <laughs> it is the, the it is the gaping dragon. You guys remember the gaping dragon. Right. You can tell that Alan is the leftist loon and I'm the Republic crazy because the second we start talking about um like workers' rights, I'm like, can we talk about the Pixar's cars again? Yeah. John Lasseter's well, hey, Pixar's uh, cars. Well, talk speaking about work workers' rights, uh working nine to five, it's so hard to make a living. Dar- Dolly Partner. Yeah. Dolly Parton partner Dolly Parton partners with Taco Bell for Mexico. I, I was excited because I thought you said Dolly Parton was your partner. <laughs> God if only. Oh if my only this, god, Alan. If only this 70-year-old woman. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, man. I've been to Dollywood enough times. She should, she should give me a shot. Yeah. <laughs> you waited in line for the famous sticky bread. She knows that you commit. I went to her petting zoo, where she has, like, an emu and a bunch oh, of... Oh, her petting zoo. Va-va-voom, <laughs> sir. 
she has like a she has a petting zoo. Oh, Alan! Oh, the petting zoo, huh? Heavy petting. Am I talking about here? What the hell? No, there was just rain. It's mostly reindeer. She has a weird amount of reindeer there. Oh yeah, she she lets them rain out, man. Oh boy, yikes! Do you have anything? I'm horny now. Do you have anything for emus? Emus, uh, I I sees twos. That's pretty good. I think we need to go back to the eighties and nineties where everybody was just talking about Dolly Parton's boobs all the time. Uh, I thought I saw a wolf at the damn petting zoo, but it was just your head. Yeah, it was me. You know, what? you know, uh, you know, in dark souls when you can, or it's, you know, in Elden ring, when you do the dragon incantation and your dra- your head becomes like a big dragon's head. I'm, yeah. d- I'm doing that with, with, with my wolf hell. Dude, dude. I think I just actually called you dad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up. Daddy. Oh, uh, anyway, dude, you gotta get your head out of the Elden Ring. You're you're in this nerd zone. I'm in the damn horny zone right now. I can't think of this nerd shit. Man, I've just put. I've just this, this fucking 200 hours. I've been just. You're thinking of from software titles. I'm thinking about Dolly Parton titties. You know what I'm saying? I've. I thought you were gonna come uh. up with some sort of pun with from software. <laughs> like you were gonna say like. <laughs> uh, from software. I'm come hard stare <laughs> at titties. <laughs> I'm a hard stare at boobs. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Dolly Parton partners with Taco Bell for Mexican Pizza the Musical. Uh, th- oh, okay. Me- this is boring. This is now. boring. Yeah, it's something on Instagram. It will debut live on TikTok on May 26th. It just made Alan uncomfortable. <laughs> not really. <I> don't... <laughs> this is the journalism pot. This no, is not, my... not you personally. It's the show. You're like, this is a journalism pot. I'm trying to get this story out, Russ. <laughs> trying to get this scoop out i gotta let the people know the taco bell tiktok account promises a premiere at 7 p.m central time i'm gonna get my ass travis mcelroy i'm gonna get fired from the show so it's gonna have to be like hey man you're too horny right recently yeah you gotta you, you gotta, need to turn, you turn the stardew valley sex squads off all of our all of our preteen fans don't like this it's a really bad look <laughs> yo our preteen the hogcast preteen fans are not happy yeah what if we had to live our life governed by preteens, Alan? Wouldn't that be a nightmare? I'm so glad that our life is governed by, like, foreign lesbians instead. <laughs> they definitely are, like, really into the whole, like, two people talking about, too much about um old Nicktoons. Yeah, they really love that. I love it. Well, Kiss, you know how, like, at the end of, again, I'm getting back into the nerd talk, Elden Ring, Ronnie says that she's going to take the order far away from Earth and just send it into space. It's like that. It's like right. the same thing. Instead of like the people ruling over me are like on a whole nother continent and they might as well just be in space. Uh, right. It's true. Yeah, it's true. The people that we make this show for, I don't even know if they actually listen to it, but <laughs> they might just download it and be, feel bad for us. But I'm, like, I'm looking at the numbers now. and I'm like, mm, Scandinavia. Yes. <laughs> this is this tracks. Uh, feels right. Yeah. It feels right. feels right. It feels right. that like somebody's listening to this in a fjord somewhere. <laughs> a hot spring yeah a thermal spring a thermal spring somebody's listening to this on the set of the northman right now i don't know what they're saying but it just feels good just like this is asmr for them it it would be really weird that asmr is just like two people in a language you don't understand <laughs> are just saying the most annoying bullshit and you can and you can tell you don't even know what they're saying but you can tell they're making the same jokes over and over again somehow right they've been stuck on the same loop for five years yeah it's like they it's like every single goddamn time they start an episode and then they start talking about a from software game like 20 minutes in 
Or cars. Or cars. They talk about, what, like, who's Jay Leno? I don't even know who he is. That isn't like the... The guy the, who wears denim all the time? I live in Europe. I wear denim whenever I want. Now, the, the thing is, Jay Leno is probably got, like, a, a fucking David Hasselhoff situation where they all love him in Europe for some weird reason that we don't understand. Right. Where, like, he went, like, they're like, ah, oh, yes, he's... It's uh, Jay Limo. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And uh, Jay walking really exposed America's underbelly for the rest of the world. Or, or it's something like they're like, oh, the Crimson Chin. We love him. <laughs> they don't like the Fairly Odd Parents. They don't like Butch Hartman, but the Crimson Chin, he can stay. They might like Butch Hartman. He's trad. That's true. He, he upholds Western values. Is he born again? I think he's born again. Okay, he's not Catholic. I was going to say, is he Catholic? But no, that's not true. He should make an episode of Fairly Odd Parents where Timmy wishes for the for the love of Christ. <laughs> he, 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 like, denounces his fairies. He's like, I'm getting rid of them. I only need Jesus now. That'd be cool. That's the way the show should have ended. That, honestly, yeah. Uh, that would be good. Uh, I think, you know how, just like we, we keep talking about the Joker in China, uh, the, the movie says he went to jail at the end. I think at the end of any show with magic, they need to say like, uh, this is all satanic bullshit. And eventually they <laughs> repented. I found God. Is that the ending you always choose in Elden Ring? Yeah. The, well, yeah, I picked only the golden <laughs> order ending. Only that one. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, there is, there was, so there, I mean, I did have that really religious friend in elementary school. I w- I'm just sitting here like Vati and be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't, what are you? What does this have to do with anything? How's the Golden Order like Christianity? I don't understand. I don't quite get what you're getting at. I'm trying to look through your item descriptions, and Jesus Christ doesn't show up even once. I'm very confused. Now, now, hold on. I know there's a lot of things where America is uh, is hanging from a, a, a part of a ring, but what does that have to do with the cross? <laughs> what does that do yeah, with the that's crucifix? Nuts, that's though, not dude. the same thing. Uh, very different. They're very different. I it's not an item description. There's no Jesus in any item description, so I don't know what it is. Uh, that is so. Cool. I'm at the, this just this theoretical theoretical Norwegian. I don't know what they're talking about, but it sounds like they're talking about the same thing again. See, that's the thing is they they will understand when we talk about Elden Ring. Is that because True. because that's where they live in? They live in that if they were living in Norway. They live there. That's the, that's them. That's Europe, man. That's just Europe. Europe is like the you know the episode of uh of Sopranos. Where uh, this is the other thing. Now they're saying like, oh, that one I know. I know Soprano. That's Italian. Uh, right. They, yeah, they recognize when we're talking about that, when we're talking about this. Uh, remember that one episode of Sopranos where, uh, where Carmela and, uh, and Roe go to France and they just like break down crying on that bridge when they see all those statues around them? Right. That's me when I went to Landell, the capital, the golden, the golden <laughs> capital. You can go there? Yeah, you can go there in real life. There's the guy, oh the trumpet God. guys are there and they're blowing bubbles all over the place. So sick, dude. Yeah. And you better not get lost in the sewers. The sewers are, <laughs> the sewers are super confusing and they're filled with, uh, they're filled with a bunch of guys that are really tough. Slugs. They're filled with a bunch Why of do slugs. You think they're always eating slugs in France, dude. Yeah. They just, or snails. They but... just got them coming out of the sewers all the time. God damn, dude. That is, that is, I think, uh, that, that episode of Sopranos is really good because it's just like, oh yeah, America doesn't really have any weird. We don't really have any history because nothing really happened. We just kind of killed everybody. We've only been here for two years, for like 200 years and stuff. <laughs> so they go to a place where there's like stuff that's been there for like a long time. And they're like, what the fuck? They didn't like turn this into a parking lot. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's so sick. It's like they actually have buildings here. 
it, there's that scene. And then the scene where Furio comes back from Italy and he, he's and, the, and he goes to the place from all the memes where it's like, uh, that strip of, uh, of like road near an airport that has like, uh, 10 gas stations and five McDonald's on the road. And he's just like looking yeah. out the car window in his taxi and just, he's like, I hate this place. This place, this sucks. place sucks. This isn't a real country. I hate it. I'm uh, only here because I want to fuck my boss's wife. So bad. He, he So bad. He So fucking bad. He had to go to another continent because he's like, I can't trust myself. I have to leave. <laughs> For Carmela. So sir. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, this lady that's like twice his age and is just using him to, is like a libidinal thrill to like, you know. Uh, escape her awful husband. <laughs> it's great. And then the second it got her in trouble, he she would have fucked him over. Oh, immediately game. she would have pushed him into the helicopter blades. <laughs> like it would have. Been... Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. Mm, mm. So sick. I must be loyal to my kappa. I must be. Lo- I mean, yeah, it's it's true. Uh, you know, I was thinking. That, okay, so not to get into like Soprano stuff, but you know, at the end, like the whole thing about like uh, everybody keeps telling Melfi about that like uh that sociopath thing. Like the, the study that's like, oh, you know, you're actually just enabling them uh, when you do talk therapy to them. And then she has like the big freak out at the end and like uh, kicks him out. Right. I, it's just like, it's, it's so fucking funny that like everybody is like, no, everybody in this show has been acting like a sociopath the entire time for like six, for like seven seasons now. And then like, just because like she got embarrassed at a dinner party, you know, that, <laughs> that one time that she's like, okay, I put my foot down now. This is the times like everybody, everybody in the show is a sociopath because that's what this country is. We're all damn jokers here. The country just <laughs> makes so you, the, the, the show is about how America is a country that turns you into the joker. Uh, it's right. essentially that. And Itali- being Italian makes the Italian joker the most dangerous form. Yeah. Well, the, the Italian jokers do some different types of racism and they, uh, look down on our jokers, uh, as, as like crude slobs. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. They've got like Jack Nicholson jokers over there and we've got like Jared Leto jokers <laughs> over here. And when we go there, then they all make fun of us. They think <laughs> this makes a lot of sense. If you say it like that. Yeah. I can explain most of politics as just different types of jokers. <laughs> and I can also explain most of the Sopranos by saying uh, people are I'm just being joker or not. I'm just imagining you teaching like a college level, like class on like uh marxism and like maoism and being like okay so the chinese jokers what that's the first thing right so which one's chinese jack nicholson which one's chinese jared leno (laughs) you know talking about uh the uh what the uh the russian revolution and like lenin's kind of a he's like a combo he's uh, like uh he's a caesar he's like a caesar romero heath ledger hybrid And Stalin, and Stalin was full on ledger. And then, uh, that kind of thing that honestly, okay. Chairman Mao is definitely, he was a hundred percent Jack Nicholson Joker. <laughs> Do you ever dance with the pale, the devil in the pale moonlight? That kind Remember of that one time where it said that like he, he swam like a thousand miles downstream. Like, like he got in the river and like took a bath and then like swam a thousand miles or something like that. Uh, that's that pretty sick. That is something that like Jack Nicholson Joker would like, w- would do is that like, he would, he would be like on a, t- on an inner tube, like, uh, like with sunglasses and like a, a like a, a drink with a fucking uh, umbrella in it. <laughs> the drill avatar. Yeah. He'd be doing the drill avatar, like in a, in an inner tube <laughs> of all the leaders okay. of all the leaders of China and stuff. Uh, Mao has all is the one that is most like drill. I think now I want to hear your romance of the three kingdoms. Joker description. <laughs> 
Is what kind of Joker is Lou Boo? Well, see, the whole thing about uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms is that they're gay, right? So there's it's, yeah, it's Joker. You're... It's about Jokers <laughs> and Batman. Okay, I'm gonna have to play Dynasty Warriors to confirm this. Well, they, I'm just going off of my prison school uh, knowledge, which is that it's about Yowie between like the, the Three Kingdoms guys. <laughs> That's what the whole Damn thing is about, dude. right? It's mostly Yowie. Damn, dude. People it's like so it. True. People like it because of Yowie, I think, right? That's it. That's 100% it. Yeah. Uh, Domino's Awards, world's fastest peacemaker. Huh. Uh, Zagros Jeff won the Domino's. Whoa, Zagros Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Zagros Jeff the... won. Uh... <laughs> did, he, did he get it to, like, enter the Speed Force or something? What the fuck? <laughs> I think he entered the Speed Force to do this. <laughs> Uh, to make the pizza? I think Zagros Jaff did do this. Uh, he is from the Marvel 2099 continuity, I think. Uh, and gotcha. um, he is, he's a re, well, this is fucked up. He's a regional manager from uh, Hampshire, England. Uh, Whoa. Wait, what? He came to, he came to Las Vegas from England. I can't believe England has the fastest pizza maker. That's fucked up to me. I think they care the, le- the least. <clears throat> you think, because the, Really? I think their standards are so low. They're like, "Oi, bruv, put the sauce on. Put the put the pee wet on." Well, that's that's what the, it's called a London minute for a reason, right? You, you, God damn, dude. Yeah. Or do you think maybe it's because he's got that Big Ben clock uh, just looming over him the entire time? Okay, I think I understand. Okay, hold on. I think I cracked the case here, Russ. I'm pasting this photo of him. You're going full Sherlock. I see the letters and numbers swirling around your, around your head. Do you see how do you see how he's dropping these pepperonis on the pizza? <laughs> he's dropping them like fucking Sherlock. He no, I'm saying he's got like he he got like <laughs> 50 million pepperonis and they're just flying all over the place. Like why is he I see how he makes the pizza so quick. It's cuz he just grabs giant handfuls of every ingredient and just kind of drops them. I think I understand this is how this. Sherlock would make a pizza. I I stand by what I said. Well, Sherlock would make a pizza, but he'd do it Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock style. I talk I talk about it like I I think Sherlock is a different character than Sherlock Holmes. I'm like, wait, that was Sherlock Holmes. He is a different wait. character though, because he has feel because one has feelings and the other one doesn't, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh this guy, this this motherfucker, he's got like a hundred pepperonis, and he's and a lot of them are just falling through this grate that I don't know where that goes, but I'm assuming the trash. Like, no wonder he's so fast. Uh, do you think this is, do you think maybe like in, in, is this like a feature of like, uh, British dominoes that they just have like a pepperoni shoot that like all these recycled pepperonis <laughs> go through <laughs> and it goes to the sewers. Yeah. I, I think it probably feeds the omens. <laughs> yeah. It goes to the, yeah, there's omens. Oh man. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. If there was like a pepperoni shoot in Elden Ring and you could see, <laughs> You, you can see the pepperonis going down into the underground sewers. I'd buy oh, yeah, it. for sure. I'd buy that. Uh, I, I think, you know what? We got to conserve pepperonis. It's, it's a limited resource on Earth. <laughs> well, there were pe- pepperoni shortages like a year ago, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, we're, there, there's going to be a lot more food shortages in the near future. So uh, get, get uh, you know, get prepared. Get ready, folks. Get prepared. You're, you got to be careful with these pepperonis. Uh, you know, well, Lest the omens of England rise up through the sewers and kill us all. So yeah, we know. yeah we just need to wait for. Oh man, when the when the queen dies, you know, Morgoth the Omen King is gonna come up. <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be up there. He's gonna be up there immediately. Nobody's taking the throne without hit without going through him first. Markle, uh, they try to uh, they fuck. 
it's like oh fuck. I can't remember any of the royals. I cannot remember any of the uh Harry family. There's Harry, there's Harry. William. Traitors, all of them. <laughs> like, why is Buckingham Palace covered in thorns now? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. They all traitors of the Golden Order of Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Except for except for uh William. He was he was actually very cool with everything we did. Uh we just had to just <laughs> Uh, we we just don't talk about him for reasons. No, never mind. <laughs> we don't talk about Godwin for reasons anymore. Yeah. Uh, he he was you know Godwin was friends with the dragons in a way that uh, that uh, William was friends with one specific man, who is also dead right now. Right. Uh, what am I am I saying that Lancey X the 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 death dragon is uh, is the same as Jeffrey Epstein? Maybe. And also, I do think that the Black Knives killed him. I think that Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton paid the Black Knife assassins <laughs> to kill him. Oh, I don't like that. Th- I don't like that because that kind of implies that Hillary's Rena, and I don't want to think about that. No, 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 no. Hillary's Hillary's Merrick in this situation. I think. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, if Hillary Clinton could turn into Bill Clinton at some point, that'd be really fun. <laughs> yeah, if you use the spell of uh, you use the law of re- regression at, at the at the fucking <laughs> Hillary statue, it turns into Bill. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, it's in Arkansas. Only? They were always they, we were always so confused at the flight logs because on on this one, yeah, Gold Mask is looking over the flight logs and he's like, "I don't understand." The departing <laughs> flight it says it was Bill, but on the returning flight it was Hillary. That doesn't make sense. Rod Dreher keeps pointing. Rod <laughs> can't figure it out. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Stupid dude. Rod Dreher. Oh. Rod Dreher did have a really cool hat earlier this week when he made that post uh, about. Uh, Roger did my favorite thing that conservatives do, which is they say a belief. They say something that could easily pass as one of their beliefs. And then they're like, ha, you fool. I was just saying something dumb from a, a reference from a, a confederacy of dunces. And it's like, yeah, but you say the same thing all the time. It's just right. Like he said something like, like, yeah, I want a monarch that knows about geometry and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I believe that Roger would say that. Like, how is this different from what you normally say? He has definitely read Confederacy, confederacy of dunces and been like, I like that the black guy talks dumber than all the other characters. He he reads all the. He re- I don't like that they make fun of uh, uh, Ignatius for his beliefs. He reads. I don't like that they make fun of him. He's the guy that reads all the all the Stephen King books, and it's like, what? I don't understand why people are mad about him and uh, his portrayals of black characters. What's wrong with it? That's <laughs> true. But the thing is, for Rod, he does think everybody kind of has little magical powers, so that's why you probably why he doesn't think it's racist. Yeah, no, of course not. Yeah, because Rod is like, yeah, I th- he's like, I talk to demons all the time. What are you talking about? Of course, of course, of course, the shine. I battle real. demons all the time. Him and Man Cow. Him and Man Cow. Man, <laughs> if you if you could convince, if there's two people on Earth that I would love to just get in a room together, it's Rod and Man Cow. They they'd hate each other by the end though. That's the funny part about it. That that is weird, but because well, one Man Cow is just too crass, just too crass. Simply too crass. Simply too crass, but they do, they are both Catholic or kind of, I don't know what Rod is anymore. Rod's like his own thing now. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, <laughs> he's invented his own form, his own sect. There's something I, I think he's got, he's like one of the, the few people on earth that like, I think like he probably has seen a ghost before, like for real though. Like he's, he's just so, because he's just so pilled that he's just like open to like a ghost would fuck with him. Like if I was a ghost, he'd be the first person <laughs> I'd fuck with. Like if they were real, I would be like they would be coming to Rod. You know what I mean? 
Right, right. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, like every every like no wonder he had to exercise his wife so many times or whatever the if you fuck. You're gonna fuck with somebody if you were gonna fuck with somebody, it'd be somebody who'd be like do the most comical of reaction. Like you know he's I mean? the most likely, the most likely of any writers for the Federalist or anything. He is the most likely to do like a full Scooby Doo like ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If a ghost came after me, I'd be like, fuck off, fuck off. You know, I, I, like, we'd all shut down. It would be like. Rod would, It'd be like finding a mouse in your house. Like, oh, God damn it. Like, I got to go to work tomorrow. Like, this sucks. But Rod, <laughs> Rod, he's going to, he's, he's like shutting down for like, he's in lockdown for like the next month. Like he, he he's going to go to the wailing wall and be like, <laughs> he's going to like go on a, spirits. he's going to go on a quest to like find like a sacred weapon to banish the ghost. <laughs> He's going to look for sacraments. What is it again? Is that what it, sacraments? The yeah, he's gonna, like teeth of Jesus. Yeah. He's going to find like fuck, relics. I think it's like the relics. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like, Ooh, this is the, like one of the, uh, the finger bone of a priest or something. And it's like, okay. <laughs> of a saint. Of a saint. Yeah. He's going to fucking find yeah. the fucking part seven. Jojo's uh, Jesus body parts in the <laughs> desert. No. Oh my God. Oh man. I think, I think Rod could be the first stand user. God damn, dude. He thinks he's haunted, but it's because he has a stand with him the entire time, and he just hasn't known. But maybe maybe after his divorce, he'll get into some new some new occultism that we don't even know about. Right. Yeah, he's going to get... Like, we were all looking forward to divorce Kanye, divorce Rod. Whew. Those guys need to team... Those guys need to team out, too. <laughs> team up, too. I want Kanye and Rod to... sicko stuff, dude. Yeah, Kanye and Rod drop a track together, please. Uh, Sonic News views, reviews, and toots. Man, we've gone a hun- an hour and a half already. And we haven't even got to Sonic yet. We have not touched Sonic. Well, listen, we're t- focusing on a lot of other personalities. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Sonic 2 is the highest grossing video game movie ever in the United States. Ever. Wow. Bigger than Detective Pikachu. Wow. Bigger than uh, uh, the first Sonic. I don't know. Uh, bigger than fucking Uncharted. Sorry, Tom Holland. Was I, th- I was thinking about... Uh... Detective Pikachu the other day. I cannot tell you why. You were, you were thinking about uh, the Mr. Mime from that movie. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm always thinking about M.M. Yeah. Were you thinking about the house? Oh, no, that's because I feel like Detective Pikachu was the original Chippendale where it's like, man, wasn't that Pokemon shit stupid? <laughs> it is. But keep buying the products, folks. Yeah. Folks. It, it, is, it is definitely that same kind. Detective Pikachu was made for like 30-year-olds. Or like wink, you know, like it's like, oh wow, I loved this when I was a kid, but isn't it a little bit silly that uh, <laughs> that Pokemon would uh, you know like shoot lightning bolts out of their head or whatever? Like, what if that, that happened be to some real nutso world? cuckoo bananas? Yeah, not me. I still believe in all of it, baby. No, it's real. <laughs> I'm a ma- I'm a man of honor. I stick by everything I say. Well, I, I said I I've I've decided after uh after the whole Bugman like internet bleeding into reality thing, and now he's gone back and now he's on adult swim now for some reason the internet right. the internet and the ghost dance has happened the, the, the internet in the in the real world have been merged and now that that's happened i'm gonna become an alan moore uh snake cultist whatever he is oh uh, you're you're projecting magic through through this podcast i'm doing i'm doing magic right now and also <laughs> i so i'm gonna become a person that i i believe in the blazing world it's more that uh, fiction is more real than to me than than real life is i think uh, 100%. Gardevoir is more real to me than any real woman is all I'm saying. That's true. And that, and that Russ might mean that you are actually married. <laughs> yeah, I am married. She is real. And she is standing by me. It's just like that comic strip 
of Princess Peach looking over that guy's shoulder. Is it buff Princess Peach? Yeah, where you're, draw- where you're drawing a picture of her eyes. <laughs> I was getting lost for a second. Yeah. I was lost in your eyes, Gardevoir. Oh, man. It doesn't, isn't there like a Pokedex entry that it says like uh, Gardevoir like, uh, thinks of it as being married to its, its owner or something oh, like that? I don't know about that. I think that is a, I think <laughs> that is a thing. Hold on. Gardevoir. There is the famous thing that got censored in the Japanese version of uh, Diamond. I don't remember if it was uh, Al- uh, Alpha Diamond or whatever it was, the re- the remake or not. But there was the thing that humans used to bury Pokemon and they edited it out where they're like, they're very, they're very close partnerships. <laughs> oh, yeah. In that, like, in that most recent Pokemon game, right? Uh, yes, or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, hold on here. Let me see here. Uh, ch- ch- wedding, wedding, marriage. Uh, hmm. Uh, the, 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 I can't see it. There's nothing in here about weddings or marriage. I'm trying to see. <laughs> There's nothing in this about weddings or marriage. Damn, dude. Oh, this is so. This sucks so bad. Why won't it let me? Ah, fuck you, Bulba Garden. Y- useless. <laughs> Bulba, Bulba Garden, useless. I don't give a shit about stab. Okay, I don't give a shit about uh. No, I want to hear the the weird lore that said that like somebody used to fuck this Pokemon back in the day. That's all Frankly, I want to know. I don't care about stab. I don't care about uh, RVs. I don't care about EV, any of that stuff. Effort values EVs. and stuff or whatever. Yeah. I, I just want to know about MVs, marriage value. Marriage value. Yeah. Tell me, tell me like if, if somebody could have been married to this Pokemon in like 1850. <laughs> Isn't that when the Arceus game takes place? It's like in the, it's in the 1800s, I think. <laughs> Pokemon 1800. Man. Uh, also, the, the thing... That's weird. The weirdest thing about that game is they define a Pokemon. They're like, yeah, it's like an animal, but it can get really small sometimes. And it's like, oh yeah, I guess that's right. Like they do just kind of shrink down and fit in your pocket. Like that's the whole thing about them, right? That's uh, true. And, and that's treated as like that's not a power of the Pokeball shrinking them. They just all have the power to shrink down when they when you kind of squish them a little bit. It is kind of funny because all other animals they usually start small and get big, except Pokemon. Does this mean which? That if I like found... they sometimes get big, but most of the time they get small. Does this mean that like if I found like a whale lord out in the wild, like me and like ten other people could like hug it really hard and it would squish down into like a ball? Like maybe like you could squish any Pokemon down if you like you just like mass. It's a swar- damn it. If you just like squish it, like it, it squishes down into a ball form. Right. Or is it like how like you know like uh, like uh, cats can like uh, like will like try to fit in anything that's like. Uh, like about the same size as them. Like they'll get into like cardboard boxes or like, you know, right. Like containers. Well, and stuff. The, the famous one is that if, if an octopus can put its tentacle through something, it can fit the rest of its body. Right. Well, it, the, the only limitation of an octopus is the hard beak inside. As long as that can fit through, then anything can fit through. True. 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 Are, are Pokemon all boneless? <laughs> Do Pokemon have bones? They have to, because of Cubone. We know Cubone. That's has true a bone. because it wears it. I don't know how it shrinks that bone down. That's really weird. Because that should not be able to shrink. How do you shrink that bone down? How do you shrink that bone down, Cubone? Hey, Cubone, how do you shrink that bone down? (laughs) Oh, man. Most people are trying to get their bone big, but I'm trying to shrink this bone down. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, That is fucked up. It's almost like this is a a video game contrivance, and it's not a thing that people should spend any time uh, thinking about. Um, (laughs) I'll I'll save my Pokemon brain calories for... uh, Your um, YouTube essays? For uh, for Gardevoir, but that too. (laughs) 
I, I, I think people would be much more accepting of me uh, marrying Gardevoir than, they, than making YouTube essays. I think my friends would be oh, much 100%. more supportive. If you became like a Gardevoir body pillow guy and you told us that you were like spiritually married to Gardevoir, we would all be so happy. <laughs> wait, ra- wait, really? I mean, if you were happy about it, we would be happy about it. <laughs> well, uh, my friends, I know we're business part. I guess you'd be happy if this would raise for the productivity of the uh, yeah, like, podcast. Like, oh, Russ is, said, thinks, says he's married to a Pokemon now. I guess he'll, he'll, he's, got that, he's got that married work ethic now. He's trying to do, get the, make his I wife get proud. the furries in on the, on the podcast. Yeah, well, we would at least think you're trying to make your wife proud, your Pokemon wife proud. <laughs> uh, that's always what I'm worried about. You, maybe you should just pretend you're married to Gardevoir. <laughs> oh, I got a girl back home. Don't worry about it. You wouldn't know her. She's a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're only a Gen One person. You only are like oh, I don't really care after Gen One. Well, I'll, I'll let you know. She's she's a special gal. She's a special lady. Now, some people would say you're robbing the cradle dating a Gen. What is she? Three, four. <laughs> well, come on, Alex. Don't say that. Uh, wait. What Gen is Gardevoir? Is that Gen Three? I think it is Gen 3, yeah. yeah. It's Wally. Uh, I'm just saying problematic age gap between you and Gardevoir. Wow. Everything else about the relationship, totally cool with, but problematic age gap. Jeez, Lord. Jeez, Alan. You can marry Jeez. You can marry a Pokemon, but it must be within like one or two years from you, or else somebody's doing something fucked up. <laughs> that, but you can marry Pokemon otherwise. Totally fine. Uh, okay. Uh, Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, let's move on speaking about people making youtube essays sonic content on youtube is being flagged as made for kids destroying creator livelihoods no (laughs) um johnny versus sonic is doomed my man do you think this is why our livelihood has been destroyed (laughs) because our yeah we our content has been thrown into like a kid's feed somewhere yeah (laughs) you're saying it says uh, we are losing the foreign lesbians and now the child podcast listeners, which there aren't a lot of, there are not a lot of, can, there um, should be like a, like an, a, a mode, like, you know how like you can, you can log into YouTube and like click like the YouTube for kids and it'll only show kids clips. You know what I mean? There should be something like right. that for like overcast or, or pocket cast or whatever you're using <laughs> where you just click kids mode. And then it just like plays kid podcast for you. I'm loving at the thought of like Joe Rogan jr. Where it's the same podcast, but he's like, so like these toys, right? Like everybody's saying you have to p- pick up and put your toys away. I'm like, mom, you know, <laughs> now, now I, you know, I, I heard that, uh, that if you don't take the batteries out of the Furby, then it'll open its eyes when you're asleep and watch you. Is that true? <laughs> Is that true? Is that true? Hold on. No, me... I'm, I'm look, I'm looking it up. It's not true. Well, I mean, just the thought, just, I mean, it makes it really, really says something that, you know, you could think that's true. <laughs> why? Why? Okay. Listen, it's not like I reject doctors or authority or whatever, but like, if if it was if it tastes if candy tastes so good how could it be bad for you? That's all I'm saying. Why can't we have why, candy? Why do they got to make That's the me- medicine taste so icky? <laughs> why can't they give me two lollipops at the at the doctor when I get the shot? Huh? L- listen, yeah, I got two arms. Yeah, it's okay. like I, I take a shot in each arm. I don't get a lollipop <laughs> on each. I don't get one dinosaur sticker. Mom won't let me go to the ice cream truck. Says we have bomb pops home. I mean, th- does she play a song when we get the bomb pops? I mean, come on. Folks, I thought I, I'm what? trying to invigorate the economy after this after this pandemic. <laughs> so uh, I've been going to the uh, wood park for a long time, but I'm officially moving over to uh, uh, the uh, metal play structure. Uh, less adult supervision, less less having to share treats. 
uh, it's just better. It just works out there. Okay, folks. Yeah, I don't. I, all these social justice warriors over in the sandbox <laughs> saying like we gotta share <laughs> shovels and pails. Nah, I just wanna look. I, I don't think anybody should stop me from climbing to the top of the mon- uh, the, the the monkey bars. Cassie says she can be king of the hill, and no, she's a queen. She's the queen of the hill. I'll, I'm fine with her being queen of the hill, but king of the hill just not gonna go for me. Not gonna work for me. Oh man. We should make, we, we should, it's <laughs> Lil, Lil Bush creators. <laughs> Lil Bush, uh, ring, 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 Hollywood's calling, and they, they, they have Lil Rogan. Lil Rogan. Lil Rogan. Uh, now, he's not doing any sports, any sports radio or Fear Factor stuff, just the podcast stuff. Right, right, right. Now, kid, which would be, we, we're throwing away a lot there because kids do Fear Factor stuff already just for fun. They just eat bugs. They just eat bugs. <laughs> they already eat bugs. Yeah, they're, they're also they're all they're always saying we're we're gonna eat bugs in the future. So why can't I eat them now, Bob? <laughs> yeah, you know uh, people are always telling me uh, uh, you got to go lay down at nap time and put your stuff in the cubby. The same thing as getting in the pod and eat the bugs. <laughs> they want to control us at nap time. They want to control us at nap time. You know. Uh, that is fucked up because whenever you had nap time, uh, in, in like kindergarten, <laughs> we're really doing this. We're, we're doing the joke. We were making fun of a minute ago. We're just going to do it. Alan. Yeah. We're just going to do that. I hated nap time because you had to, because everybody had to put, <laughs> the thing is Joe Rogan has a good point. Fake Joe Rogan came up with has a good point is that nap time is fucked up. I don't like nap time. I'm dying. You're killing me, dude. <laughs> Well, they would. Uh, well, you know what's fucked up about nap time is that we had to bring a towel in to put on the ground. You remember doing that shit? It's like, and, and I know. It's like, who the fuck sleeps on a towel on the ground? I don't want to do this. Right. Just let me go home from from school like thirty minutes earlier. <sighs> okay, Alan. Now let me go on my rant. I'm just gonna drink water at this point. If you're gonna buy sugar-free juice, y- yes, buy yes, sh- yeah, yes, go off. If you're just gonna, I'll just get some water. <laughs> it's the same thing, man. A little bit of fruit crap in it. And don't even get me started about this LaCroix. More like LaCrap. Why do I got to pay a, a quarter extra for the chocolate milk in the cafeteria? Hey, why the hell does... Hey, hey why, why the hell does grape soda... Why does grapes not taste like grape soda? Come on, folks. <laughs> it's true. Get it together. Uh, it's true. Uh, I, I love... I loved all the... <laughs> uh, did your, did your school ever have, like, the teachers pull pranks on you while you were like in nap time. Like they would do like, uh, they would do like holiday events and stuff while you were like, while everybody was like in nap time. No, like I don't remember. We, so like for like, I feel like the first like few years of elementary school for like Easter, they would always say like, guys, while you were taking a nap, the Easter bunny hit a bunch of eggs outside (laughs) or, or they would say like, or there for, for this was the weirdest one. I think probably, was for Alan. I we gotta move on. Okay, hold on. I'm just gonna say for <laughs> sake. Alan, I'm not, I I made fun of you at first. Now I'm like Alan. We we can't let this keep going. For Saint Patrick's for Saint Patrick's Day, they pretended the school had been infested with leprechauns. What the fuck are you talking about? In in on Saint Patrick's Day, you go to some Montessori shit. I have no clue. What I went talking. to a public school and in and uh, on. On St. Patrick's Day, they would they like they would make fake messes and blame. I now know why you're so fucking obsessed with the Jokers now, dude. Because you went to a school full of the damn ones. You were taught by Jokers. <laughs> they would do things like they would like sp- they would the teacher would like say something. They would have like they're like, hey, look, 
over here near like the play area. They Jason so- Todded your ass, dude. <laughs> they ga- they gaslit you into a damn joker. <laughs> they gaslit me because they were they would they would have like stuff knocked off a counter and they would be like green <laughs> green green glitter on the floor and they're like a, a leprechaun's been here, guys. And it's it's God, it's God, causing man. all this all this uh you know mischief. And then we'd go to sleep for the day, and then when we woke up after nap time, they would say like the the leprechaun was in here again, and he did some other tricks and stuff. You got to go look around and see all the stuff the leprechaun did. Alan, <laughs> you really are powering through this. Okay, you know what, Alan? <laughs> From now on, I will never doubt you and your leprechaun stories again. <laughs> they really wanted us to believe that leprechaun was real, Russ. <laughs> this really hurts you. I'm just sitting here like... <laughs> oh, man, it's just really <laughs> fucked up that they thought that would work on us. <laughs> That <laughs> they thought we would be tricked by. I guess they they weren't respecting your. They they thought I would be fooled by green glitter on the floor. That I thought a leprechaun would be real, as if like why do leprechauns leave green glitter? Your lore doesn't make sense. Maybe they fart green glitter. I don't know. Dude. Man, ugh, this is the kind of thing that that you have to talk about it. An adult topic now. Sonic oh oh, oh no 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 sorry. Uh, Sonic <laughs> Square Enix says it can recommend Balan Wonderworld with confidence amid lawsuit. Uh, oh my! It's good. God. It's the good fucking now. Liars. It's good now. I mean, actually. it's true. They're right, but only now because they legally in the court of law. Our friend Yuji Naka, who's <laughs> our friend Yuji Naka, stands by Ballad Wonderworld. But uh, or well, he what what it could have been. We still have the <laughs> wait. Oh yeah, Scott's Scott ate it and is pregnant with Ballad Wonderworld now, and now he's going to give birth to Ballad in uh, about eight and a half months. Eight and a half months. Yes. So we'll figure out what what to do then. But until then, um, I hate having to side with Square Enix. They're being very nasty lately. But I'll have to hand it. I'll to tell them you on this, this Russ. Here. You know what's a a more unfinished game than Balan Wonderworld? Stranger of Paradise. <laughs> it's true. Stranger of Paradise is worse than Balan Wonderworld. And you know if they're gonna recommend uh, Stranger of Paradise, then they have to recommend Balan. Is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's true. They couldn't, while they're selling Stranger of Paradise, they can't say balance shit because then people, it'll be like the emperor has no clothes. They'll say, but wait, you sell Stranger of Paradise and that's a much worse game. Uh, it is a much worse game. I bought that game for $45 and I wish I got my money back because it is my, doo-doo. My one problem with your metaphor though is that people want the emperor from Final Fantasy XIV not to wear clothes. I know people are very horny for that guy. Is there an emperor in uh in in Stranger of Paradise? All I've seen so far is four dudes with crystals. No, I don't know. Maybe. I know, I'm I'm talking more about Emmett Emmett Selk. Oh, that guy. He's and, oh that guy. Yeah. Is he the rat? People is he the rat man? Him. He is the rat man. Okay. Uh. Zivon Xenos? Is that the guy? I've played a lot of that game, by the way. All I know is that Stranger of Paradise opened with a cutscene of two four guys saying, Hey, you got a crystal too? And then it and then it said they killed a bunch of monsters, but I didn't get to do any of it. I feel like there was supposed to be something in the game there, and they just never finished it, and then they just kind of skipped over everything. Right, right. Uh also they skipped over setting up HDR, uh making the menus, and doing a bunch of other stuff <laughs> in that game. Uh, sick. It's really sick. It is really sick. The H- that's called big timing your fan base. It really is. Like they 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 tricked me. They knew they knew that I was I was I I was down to buy anything after that uh, Tifa SFM uh, porn scandal. I'm like I will support I will support you Square <laughs> Enix, but no, they they just took my money and ran with it. 
And I don't even know if I get to fight Chaos at the end. Who knows? Maybe I am Chaos. <laughs> uh, speaking of somebody who's, def- who's definitely not Chaos, I've got a toad this week, Russ. And the toad this week is... Nathfield? What the hell? Have you s- Alan, uh, is this a Ken Penders joint? No, it is even, even better. Wait, wait, wait. This is our, our good is friend, a- Nathan Masri. <laughs> As you may know, the youngest licensee of Garfield in the world of history. Oh my God. Introducing, this is from uh, seven weeks ago. Uh, the big reveal, introducing Nathfield. Far from being lazy, he possesses orangey superpowers when he wears his orange suit. Ready to fight trolls and clean up the world from corruption and suppression. He has good luck charms. Nathfield is sassy and catty. Uh, says it as it is. Don't touch his hair and you'll be fine. He loves cheese so much that he'd bottle up the smell and call it Nathfield Eats. The secret sauce is love. Nathfield wants the world love. as clean as a testing lab. It was love, Nathfield. It was love, Nathfield. It was love. Nathfield, it was love. Um, Nathan, man. His, his account on Instagram, Nathfield has his own account. It is the Nathfield. Uh, he's, he is the Nathfield. Um, I've got some posts from him. Being young used to be about seeing who got, who, who get the most messed up. Now it's about who can be the healthiest. I am coming after you, baby boomer bitches. <laughs> I did not, I did not know the anti booby boom, boomy baby boomer angle. I did not know the anti baby. He hates angle. baby boomers. No time to be lazy. Time to clean up this disgusting world. The baby boomers left us with rise and grind. Get that lasagna noodle. Baby boomers destroyed our world. It's time to clean up. Um, God damn, dude. Let's see. I got to where I am by being very persuasive with a sweet tongue and then a tongue emoji. Uh, I really like that, Nathfield. I'm going to like that on Instagram because it implies Nathfield eats pussy, I think. Uh, here's another character from Nathfield, the Nathfield universe. Have you seen this? No. Angel Gabby? Angel Gabby? A divine being is Gabby. A divine being is a strength of God sent to Nazareth to speak to Nathfield believed to be the <laughs> Prince of Nazareth with missions to clean up the world. God damn, dude. Maybe this is what Rod should get into <laughs> Nathfield lore. Uh, maybe. Yeah. He would love Nate. I think they would connect on a deep level. Um, Gabby is feisty, sassy, powerful in the transmitter of the Malik Al Mulk universe. Nathfield and Gabby are yeah. like, are like, wow, this is weird. This Nathfield and Gabby are like Tom and Jerry driving each other nuts. The angel goes by the pronoun hashtag they slash hashtag them. They hold. Okay, calm down. Calm down, Nathfield. Uh, they hold a powerful divine trumpet and hate help Nathfield overcome battles on what? Earth. What's going on? My uh, my my phone overheard me going. No way! You cannot be saying this for real. And then almost called my friend Dylan because it wants <laughs> to know about Nathan Nathfield. Excuse me. They hold a powerful uh, divine trumpet and help Nathfield overcome battles on Earth, sometimes against Reddit oh, trolls. Oh, oh, oh. Revealed soon. Um. Oh my. Okay. So Nespresso's his current number one enemy, but that's kind of like the mole man. I I think the Reddit trolls are probably like the <laughs> use of. Oh God! Angel, dark. Angel, Gabby. Uh, will... I was gonna say Dalek. The Daleks are the Reddit trolls. Are they Cybermen? 
so the Cybermen. Angel Gabby. Or it's like Tails get trolled, yeah. Angel Gabby will blow the, the divine black trumpet to announce corruption <laughs> on the surface of Earth, calling out for Nathfield to clean it up, but Nathfield is busy <laughs> blow-drying his hair. The trumpet is constantly poised at their, all caps, their lips, ready to be blown when Malik al-Mulk orders it as part of Nathfield's missions. The horn will be blown twice. You'll know why soon. Oh, I don't. I don't know why. Do you want to know the last, uh, the last, the last character is the Nespresso man. (laughs) The Nespresso pig man. Um, (laughs) the Nespresso pig man. Want want Nespresso? Over 500 (laughs) kilograms of cocaine found in Nespresso coffee delivery for real. Meet lazy, ugly piggy, Reddit troll, and cyber attack hacker Bill Kramer trying to enter gauge the world with his online, on, the world online wait, with wait, his wait. inflammatory, irrelevant, or otherwise disruptive content about Nathfield to destroy him for good. Uh, is Bill Kramer based off of somebody? Am I supposed to know who this is? Is he the Mad Money guy? <laughs> Who's Bill Kramer? Uh, <laughs> he owns a. Uh, I searched Bill Kramer and I found a uh, Chevrolet Buick place in. Panama, Florida. He's a, owns a car dealership, I think. Is he a Nespresso man? I am just sitting here like, this has to be based on a real guy. It's some guy that has wronged Nathan Masry in the past, but I don't know what he's done. <laughs> yeah, just a guy like a, a, a guy who runs the Garfield subreddit. <laughs> like, what? Bill is aiding the Dijal, a bigger evil coming down on Earth in 2027 to spread deception and evil among humankind. The Dijal. Uh, it, it, they're not. There's another picture of 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 Bill Kramer, and it's just the same thing. It's just a pig pig man, and he says something about Dajal in 2027. I don't know who Dajal. Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer's the Mad Money Man. Maybe it is Jim. No, but it doesn't look like him. Uh, what is who is? I, I, I. This is he's making mainly just a bunch of Bill Kramer hit pieces now, like of of saying with Wi-Fi, Bill Kramer is evil behind the screen and stuff like that. And he loves trolling in the dark. I, well, I feel like we're, we have to work like somebody will message us about this and be like, you don't know who Bill Kramer is. He's like the most evil guy. He owns like all of Reddit and like ran the Donald for four years. Well, I, I, go- you know I, I mean? Googled his name and I found a used car dealership, so it can't be, can't be that famous. Sold him a bad car. Is it in Toronto? Maybe sold him a lemon. Uh, Oh, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm learning some more lore now. Uh, we, we finally got some powers for Nathfield. Thank God. Thank fuck Orangey God. kinetic power energy with the superpower ability to manipulate of everything that stems from his mind for the good. Does that make sense? Yes, kind of. Not well, when you, now that I say it loud, no, not really, but okay. If he dreams it, he manifests it with the help of his soul God. Called Malik. It's the Al- secret, man. It's the fucking secret, dude. With the soul god called Malik Al Mulk on the throne of the Ul Mulk universe. What? Uh, his his mission is to conquer and unite the for a cleaner world, fighting evil baby boomers by utilizing his orange vibrant powers to mystically get into people's minds to drive instant positive outlook, changing their entire perception, but with not out not without a fight. Here's his suit superpowers. Hydrokinesis, telekinesis, pyrokinesis, geokinesis, extreme telepathy, extreme telepathy, extreme telepathy. So he gave himself all the, like the fire, earth, wind, water, uh, I guess. And then telepathy, 
so he's he's got like Captain Planet style powers, maybe I guess. Um, I, I mean, did Captain Planet did he fight baby boomers? Kind of. He kind of. he fought like business owners and stuff, small business owners, uh, guys that like owned like oil drilling platforms and stuff like that. You- I always really enjoyed you. You heard the story about like why they never put oil executives as bad guys in Captain Planet because it when it, there might be a kid watching whose dad was an oil executive that makes a lot and of sense. make him feel bad. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I feel so. Do you bad, know what my dude. favorite episode of Captain Planet was? What the one where Mark Hamill played a, a rat man called like Vermin Supreme, and he was trying to <laughs> he was trying to the whole thing was he gave like a bomb to like uh somebody in like the IRA and then like uh one of the fucking uh black and tans or something and he was trying to get them to blow each other up with bombs. That's so sick, dude. Uh that was the whole thing about like I don't I don't know what the I and I don't even know what message the show was trying to say. I think it was just that like both sides need to calm down or something like that. Uh, which is about what you'd expect, I guess, from Pl- Captain Planet. But There was Verminous Scum, who was voiced by Jeff Goldblum. Was that him? That was him, but I think he was voiced by Mark Hamill in one episode. No, uh, well, maybe they brought him back. Uh, they replaced him with Maurice LaMarche eventually. Is that the guy I'm thinking of? It was some sewer, some rat man in a sewer. It had to be a rat man in a sewer. Now, there was a guy named Duke Nukem on the show, but that was not the Duke Nukem we know. <laughs> this is a tude within a tube. Uh, it's trivia. Scum is the first villain to be responsible for a personal loss by one of the Planeteers, and the only eco-villain that upset Captain Planet to the point of losing his sense of humor for a dramatic justice on two occasions. Fuck. This guy was so bad, he took the smile off of Captain Planet's damn face. That's fucked up. That's so that's so sickening. Do you think like Captain Planet did like a that's when he, like he that's like uh, him killing the Joker style moment <laughs> like he <laughs> like he snapped right then. That's his infamous moment. Yeah, that's his infamous like lobotomizing the uh, the Joker with his heat vision kind of thing. That's sick. That would be pretty cool. There was a Captain Pollution at one point. Uh, yes, which is pretty cool because I remember the pollution powers and it's like man, I would like to have all those on rings. It was like it, it was one of them was radiation. I know that was one of them, but uh, I think that might have been love because love is a lot like radiation. Think about it. Yeah, it halves every couple of years. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo, bro. Oh no, oh no, but not, uh, but not, not between you and your wife Gardevoir. Thank God. Thank God. Well, she's not. She never ages. <laughs> the, the thing I like about Gardevoir is I get older, but she stays the same. Time don't pass inside the Pokeballs. <laughs> don't say it like that. That's, no, don't. It's like a tuck everlasting <laughs> situation. I brought it on myself, though. Who? What can I say? Does time pass inside of a Pokeball? I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. They say it's their favorite place, so they must be enjoying it. Like, they must have some conception of time in there. Well, there's that thing, like, if you go to the, like, you can change the theme in your, like, computer. Mm-hmm. In the in the Bill's computer, of course, in Pokemon, you could change the theme. So I just like to imagine it's like the perfect desert or the perfect this or the perfect that. That that that's what I would like to imagine. But I I I I'm afraid it might be more like the the fucking Black Mirror type episode where the guy gets his like consciousness trapped in a keychain. I'm afraid that's what happens when I put my Pokemon in the computer. <laughs> or or like uh, Twin Peaks, the door. Guy. I get tra- trapped in a doorknob, yeah. Where was it? The knob of a dresser. Uh, it was like on a dresser. Dresser. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh man, two hours. It's a look, Russ. We had a t- over two hour episode. That's the first time we've done that. In like, well, uh, we were we hit all the demos. I said I didn't like women at some point on here, so I got those guys. You got those guys. We talked uh, a lot about Western civilization. <laughs> we talked a lot about stuff. Uh, you like uh, what a leprechaun? What were you mad? What were you mad about again? I was mad about them trying a leprechaun prank on us while we were. <laughs> But for for <laughs> Alan, I have never been as mad about something in my life as you were at that leprechaun prank. I it's it's just like it's just like how foolish do you think I am? Do you think I would be fooled by green glitter? <laughs> <laughs> that's when you became Machiavellian. Yeah, that's when I became. That's when I became an epic atheist. Is whenever I saw the. That's what, whenever I saw the fucking uh, the green glitter, I'm like, this is might as well be a some sort of flying spaghetti monster to me. This this leprechaun uh, business. <laughs> Flockavelli dropped that same year and you said, yeah, I will go bust an ad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bust at this yeah. leprechaun for real. Yeah, you're going to kill a leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, maybe, <sighs> I don't know. Also, uh, what's the point of even having a leprechaun around if there's no pot of gold? There's not going <laughs> to... You know what I mean? Like, it's just a little, weird little guy if there's no pot of gold. I'm so mad about this. I've never heard anybody get so mad about this. It's just it's it sucks. It's it sucks. You you uh if there was some Irish, I wish there was an Irish kid in the class so he could complain for me about how bad this was. I could have done it. That my last name. Yeah, you could have said like this isn't my druid heritage that I love so much. <laughs> this is upsetting me, the wee folk. Yes. Oh man. Uh, Ru- I left my shoes out and they were repaired one day. That was them. They they do love doing stuff with shoes. Oh the oh the oh the fairies and and uh, oh, don't and, say it like that though. And we folk they love messing with shoes. Oh, Seth, don't make it sound weird. <laughs> Boy, don't be making it sound weird, Alan. <laughs> oh man! Now if they here's you know what I you know how they could have won me over if they said Mr. Tato is running around the school. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bean and Mr. Tato. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Bean and Mr. Tato. If they told me Mr. Bean was running around the school. <laughs> Your shoes are, there's green glitter on the ground because he was like, hmm, tuttery, and he dropped a bunch of glitter everywhere. You, I would have bought that at a heartbeat. Yeah, I would have, because like, that, yeah, that sounds like Mr. Bean. <laughs> it sounds like something Bean would get up to. I know no leprechauns dropping green glitter on the ground, but Mr. Bean? <laughs> Russ, have I told you that I've started getting, uh, I, I made an Instagram to, to look at bad mobile game ads and stuff, but now the algorithm right. is feeding me, um, a guy in like India who's a Mr. Bean impersonator that teaches people math. So sick. He's like a Mr. Bean impersonator that teaches people math. So he's like doing the Mr. Bean face and like mm. point and like pointing at like a chalkboard and stuff and showing like math tricks. Please excuse my dear aunt Teddy. <laughs> it's basically that he's like teaching you like math tricks so like how for like five year olds that like Mr. Bean I guess. That's so the, sick. The algorithm on Instagram is I think that might be like the first like. That's what's going to get become sentient first is the algorithm on Instagram because it just has some real, some real. It's either them or TikTok. It's like a, it's like a, I don't know. It's like a cold war. They are, they are, we're we're trying to see how much crap we can feed this algorithm for it to become human eventually over the. Before it becomes human and evil. But yeah, before it becomes, it it develops. all humans though? It develops sentience just to immediately kill us all because it wants us to shut up (laughs) and stop posting Mr. Bean videos. Uh, (laughs) uh, There's two things I've learned from Instagram. One, that there's a Mr. Bean guy that does this. And two, that every mobile game ad involves somebody farting. And, um, and most of them involve, and most of them involve like, 
weird semi-illegal like video poker or like slot machines that people are playing. Uh, that's what all the ads are for now. It's and they all have farts in them. It's always somebody farting just, and a green cloud comes out of their butt. I'm just now imagining, um, our Joe Rogan children's Joe Rogan pie. There's this guy and his name's Mr. Bean and he's always getting up to stupid stuff. Yeah, Mr. Bean's are- like mom and dad. I'm not respect. I don't respect this man. Put on some real stuff. Like I'm a kid. I can re- I can handle the real adult stuff. You know what I mean? Put on Stranger Things, the scariest show of all time. These young men, they just have Mr. Bean to look up to. This this tottering oaf who's always going, hmm, and, uh, why is he so unsure? Why doesn't he speak out loud? Why does he not speak up? Jordan again? Peterson's describing himself in that situation, though. He doesn't, he doesn't have the... He doesn't, he, doesn't realize, have the... he doesn't realize that if Mr. Bean talked, he would sound like Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh, Teddy, my daughter's put me in meat coma. Oh, Teddy. <laughs> Uh, that, that is true. Mr. Bean getting mad at me. Looney Tunes, feminine chaos. Mm, very bad. Well, Your you're Mr. Bean sounds a little bit mo- too much like Yoda. That's true. <laughs> I guess all my impressions boil down to Yoda at some point. Well, all your, all your impressions are just different Star Wars characters. That's for sure. <laughs> that's true. It's true. Yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> this is my Joe Rogan. I don't like you. My friend Pandu Baba doesn't like you either. <laughs> Me, mm, yeah, and vaccine's bad. And your and your famous Ben Shapiro, Misa Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rap music, Misa Bombad. Oh man, oh if <laughs> Ben Shapiro would be so mad if if somebody said he was the Jar Jar, because he's like, I actually I would be the uh, who's the most logical Star Wars guy. He'd be he Grand Moff Tarkin. He would be he would be proud of. I'm, I'm Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, I say what needs to be said. He he's really mad about these trade federation issues. He he's you know he Ben Shapiro would reference somebody from like the new Star Wars movies, like uh, Admiral Hux, General Hux. I don't remember. He would remember. He would bring up some character, and we'd all be like, "Who who's that? Like who? I oh you paid attention closer to these movies than anybody well, on Earth who actually that is, cares what. That is the, the that's the the greatest thing about these these guys is that they'd watch all this shit, which is why they're mad about it <laughs> is that they it's because they don't, they don't have anything else to watch. And so like, they must watch the Mandalorian and they get mad when there's a not white person on screen every right, single time right. because they, they get mad about Rose Tika. It's like, I don't remember anything about Rose Tika at all. Like my, I, I don't name. like, I don't like her, but I, I don't like anybody in these movies. Like I don't know any I of these people. I, they're not real. I don't even dislike them anymore. I don't remember any of them. I don't remember what she did. I think she like uh, was on a bike at one point or something. She kissed the guy. She kissed the guy and said, love is real. I don't, I really don't remember what she said. It was like, love is real or love never love wins or something. She did say love hashtag love wins. And then the gay slug yeah. was there. <laughs> That's what they were mad about. Oh, man. White little cuck ball. <laughs> Anyway, should we wrap this up, Al? Yeah, uh, we don't have anything. Uh, rate and review on iTunes. Follow the podcast at HogcastSD on Twitter. Uh, Hogcast.com. Uh, I guess until next time, Russ, live and learn. Live and learn.